And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it there. How freaking cool is that shit? Great stop. I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> We are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Welcome to Mike Check Radio, live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And this is Kenny Pick uh, running the board here. But joining me out of Fort St. Lucie, Florida, is the one and only Miles Lagan. Hi there, Miles. And, yes, we're back. Sorry yes. about that, everyone. I must have made an error, and we made one correction. Fixed fixed two problems, caused one. <laughs> no problem. Take two. And, uh, of course, uh, Ma- uh, Michelle Lagan in Port St. Lucie joining you right there as well. Hello, Michelle. Uh-oh, I think Michelle's still muted. Hello, I'm here. There I'm you are. This is not a Skype issue. I've got little yellow... Uh, weird indicators on my Skype. So. Okay. Well, I can hear you. Yeah. You sound good. So uh, okay. hopefully hopefully we are all good. Now, I, uh, again, am, am just going to be running the board for the most part this evening. Uh, so uh, I want to hand the, the reins over to Miles and uh, because he, he's the, the keeper of all the painful audio tonight, which we'll probably be able to hear over Skype if he plays it. Why don't you go ahead and play a wacky sound effect for me, Miles, and and see what happens. See if Uh-oh. we can. You didn't uh, hear that, did you? I did no, not. I, heard I did not. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Miles. I'm gonna send you my email. Uh, if, if oh yeah, I hear that. Try that again. I had to have the push to talk button enabled. <laughs> oh. Hold on, I gotta get rid of that. So. Uh, there yeah. we go. Now I'm constantly. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's not working either. Um, it's yeah, coming that in, cut out. That was get, weird. It's getting choppy. So I'll tell you what, Miles. You have a story you wanted to talk about about the dolphins. In the interim, what I want you to try and do uh, is at some point uh, shoot me off a zip folder with the audio or, sh- or forward the email that Adam might have sent you to me i think you have my email but i'll give it in skype once again just to make sure but anyway go ahead and uh give your uh give your football story right so um I, as i was talking i'm pretty sure i came through before our handover to you about uh, Brian, uh ryan Tannehill with his knee injury and we're going to colin kaepernick um um it really was more about you know your your comment i think that wasn't broadcast about how well, uh, it's not. Okay. In the, it's not going to be in the podcast, so we might as well tell the tell the whole uh, uh, story oh, again. Yes. Fair enough. All right. So, Ryan Tannehill, starting quarterback for the Dolphins, suffers a um, a non-contact injury as he was running towards the sideline. Now, uh, to be fair to Ryan Tannehill, he was running away from Indomitian Sue, which is like. 320 pounds of defensive linemen that, like, you know, breaks quarterbacks in half with harsh language. So he kind of, I always guess, uh, the video shows him running towards the sidelines. He kind of halts up 
and you see him jerk up his left knee, which is the one that got injured at the end of last year when Matt Moore took over. And so anyway, same knee injury. And so the Dolphins find themselves in a situation where if Ryan Tannehill has to have knee surgery, he's out for the season. And so now the backup's got to come in. They need another replacement quarterback or a replacement starter. And so uh, Jay Cutler, who has retired and is now a sportscaster, I think, for CBS, uh, one of the big three, I suppose. And uh, he he's said he'd like the quarterback and come out of retirement. And he did work under Adam Gase, which is the head coach of the Dolphins, uh, before when he was with the Bears. Or the yeah, that sounds right. But uh, the other name, quarterback name that got thrown around out there was uh, Colin Kaepernick, who was the uh, San Francisco 49er quarterback, who had that big controversy about uh, taking a knee during the anthem to protest uh, what was going on and highlight the Black Lives Matters issues. And uh, as a white male, I can tell you I am all for, um, you know, Black Lives Matters. I, I support it. And uh, th- there are there is definitely a good old boy network out there that is just looking to punish any uh, team that hires uh colin kaepernick because they want him silenced they want him to go away but you know what i say more power to him you know exercising his right of free speech and what have you let him come in and uh you know hopefully you know help a team that is in need of a quarterback get you know some serious improvement because there are teams out there buffalo bills that is in serious need of a quarterback improvement and if, if they had it you know, that kind of a difference might get them into the playoffs instead of scrounging around at the bottom of the league every year after year after year. But, mm. uh, yeah. It's so, you know, but the good news is that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, was very permissive when it came to his guys because there were Dolphins that took the knee uh, last year. And there were the decriers out there. But Stephen Ross, to his credit, was like, you know what? It's their right to speak, and I'm not going to interfere. And he didn't. He didn't kick him off the team. Unlike someone like Jerry Jones, who's on record as saying any cowboy that does this or takes a knee is not no longer going to be a cowboy. That's the kind of fuck ass jackass that Jerry Jones is. <laughs> fuck ass <But>, jackass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gave him a twofer. He's welcome to it. There you go. But again, my my <laughs> big my big takeaway from this story is I did not know dolphins had knees. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they do. Um, There's the command performance for everybody. (laughs) It is. There you go. And I think Michelle had something, uh, you know, about being thrown under the bus for women's health issues, but uh, she put me in my place. So, yeah, you weren't able to hear it. It was. It was very. uh, You know, I found it humorous. (laughs) Maybe on the outtakes. Yes. (laughs) All right. So I know we have other things to talk about, but uh, all the audio that uh, Adam has supplied for us, and I got to somehow figure out how to supply that to you, Kenny. Um, One of the things that is not is a topic. Well, there's two things I want to talk about. One is that I saw an article about the Secret Service, and apparently they were renting the floor beneath the floor that Donald Trump resides in, in Trump Tower up in New York. And apparently there has been a, mm, let's say a conflict with the owners of the Trump Tower, who's Trump and, and, the, and the people that run the place and the Secret Service. 
And the Secret Service has said, screw this, and they got like a trailer or something like that, a mobile home, I don't know, and they're parking it on the sidewalk, and their their command team is now in this trailer outside because they're apparently there was a, a quibbling over price. So there's this rather good amount of news that that means there's just a little bit less, just a little bit less of your taxpayer dollars that are going into Trump's pocket via the Secret Service saying no to the Trump Tower people. So I thought I'd throw that out there as a small win-win. Yeah, I and, dig it. And, and that is a good thing. So I, I thought that was a gem. I, you know, And, and with, a, with the garbage that's been going on with the, the, White, the White House this week, uh, I think you touched on this on your show, Kenny, about the transcripts of the phone calls yes. of Trump uh, with the two leaders, Turnbull and uh, Enrique... Oh God, I don't know the Mexican president's last name. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, uh, you. Enrique, Trump. Trump doesn't know it either. To be fair, <laughs> I know that that is an excellent point because Trump. In these, I, I, this is something I noticed in these transcripts. Trump answers the call, uh, no, picks up the call, and and he's hello, Mr. President, and then there's another hello, Mr. President. Both of them address each other as Mr. President, and then after that. Trump only refers to his peer as Enrique, while uh, the president of uh, Mexico continues to call Trump Mr. President. So there's a definite, um, I mean, you can see at this small-minded little bitter uh, pettiness that Trump has that he just, you know he did this on purpose to try and get underneath the uh, Mexican president's uh, skin. And, you know, credit to the Mexican president for holding his ground and uh, not, uh, you know, getting emotional or any of that crap and, you know, just serving it up, as it were. Indeed. Yeah, it could have been worse. He could have kept. He could have called him Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ricky. I would have put it past him. It's Donnie. <laughs> yes. Now, I don't know where, I think it was the Washington Post that posted these uh, transcripts, if memory serves. I think you're, uh, them or the New York Times. Right. Now, it, 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 I, I have to ask and wonder, where did these transcripts come from? Because did, the, the, did someone sit there while Trump was on the phone and dictate, you know, and, and, to, and write things? Because the, the, the phone call with you had been recorded or someone on our side was listening in. That or our allies, Australia and Mexico, were recording these things and transcribed them to, to text. And when these reporters went to these allies of ours and said, hey, have you got the transcripts? And, 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 and can you imagine, because Trump is a pariah in the world stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, every world leader looks at him as an absolute ass clown. Ass hat of a... I mean, and I can see the world leaders of uh, Australia and Mexico going, yeah, you know what? We're going to take these phone calls and we're going to turn them over. I can absolutely see that happening. There are and so yeah, there are so few fucks left to give about this guy, you know. I know, and and I I can only imagine how upset Trump was at this. His tiny little hands trying to tweet something out. <laughs> how fair it is. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So, 
Yeah, well, that that's my little gems of uh, thing. We can move on to other things, or we well, can start I, playing some audio. For... I, I would. Well, um, do you? Well, we we got a. Uh, did you send me the audio? We still. Oh uh, crap! You're right. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. So busy. I don't have your skill, Kenny, at doing things like Mad Libs while talking and holding a show. I can't juggle two balls at once. <laughs> All right, so you take over some talky-talky while I find the clip and zip it up and send it to you. Yes, um, exactly. Uh, so I actually got a wonderful surprise in the mail today. And, uh, uh, yeah, I went to the mailbox today, and I got a package from Port St. Lucie, Florida. <laughs> and dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> Yes, and uh, I... I can I can provide a uh, let me see I, I can provide a, a a good drama sting for that uh, here we go yeah um yeah and and it, uh, lo and behold here's a package from Miles and Michelle I'm like what on earth could this be I'm like is it maybe cookies I don't know <laughs> and well I'll tell you what it is something made by hand completely inedible and that's a good thing <laughs> yes. Um, because uh, uh, many moons ago, um, Miles and Michelle, uh, they, they made a pledge to the network and got a big box of goodies from uh, from my private collection of everything. <laughs> and <I love> everything. <laughs> yeah. There was even a kitchen sink in there. A very small one. No. Uh, uh, but uh, I sent one of my last remaining uh, old Grenadier models miniatures that I bought probably in maybe, I don't know, 1985 or something like that, 84 maybe, maybe even earlier, maybe like 83. And it was kind of a, a sort of a, a xenomorph kind of looking alien. And I remember talking to you guys about this and referring to it, you know, I, you know, like, yeah, I threw it in there. It's this weird old figure. And so, and it had a really bad paint job that I did when I was like, you know, 13 or whatever. And, uh, it, it had worn off and everything, but you know, the miniature was still in decent shape. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll throw it in the box. So I did. And then guess what? This little fella made it back to me, but now he has a home and a better paint job and he looks like a real xenomorph now and not only that but he's got a big long tail that he can whip around like a xenomorph and i'm going to post a picture in the chat right now of the this uh, of exactly what it looks like uh this is a picture that miles took i'm going to take my own pictures uh of it on display on my shelves here later but what we have is the miniature the repaint on the miniature and not only that but i don't know how you guys made this but this wonderful little diorama of acid eating through the floor of a spaceship and blood, a blood spattered uh, heavy door, <laughs> um, and it was just it, it and it was just a delight to you know and 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 I love the handwritten instructions on how to take it out of the box because it's like you 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 probably knew I was going to freak out and just start ripping it apart, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this we packaged it very carefully. Yeah, yes. yeah, and uh, that uh, it, and I don't want to spoil it because you you sent pictures of how you made the tail um, uh, and and you know did some other modifications. Um, but I, there's still so much information about the diorama itself. I mean, I have no idea what you guys did there in, because it's beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful. And that's a 25 millimeter uh, scale figure. So just imagine the, the painstaking work, uh, 
taken to paint this guy and the whole set and construct it and everything and uh but yes i can't thank you enough that's really just uh very nice and again it is has a um yeah it warms my heart because you know that that figure you know it's one of my only minis i never really got to use it for anything and uh now he looks like you know what i would have i would have crapped myself as a kid if i would have seen something like that you know that's just great thank you guys so much Thank well, you. you are welcome. Before I want to talk about the fig, I am. I see. I found your uh, email, and I want. I have the, the the file, and I'm trying to figure out how do I send it to you. <laughs> Can you Where just? Do I, how do I? Did Did he send it to you in an email? It's in Dropbox. a Dropbox, and I and I put it. It's now in a zip file, and I'm ready to move. I got the zip file on my computer. Can you just drag it into an email and uh, send it to me? A new email. Okay. Yeah. Uh, new mail. Yep. The I'm um. Hoping. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Okay. Sweetie, you talk over about okay. the fig while All I right. do type. All right. The um the, the 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 basic background and the diorama portion. We have these molds that are called Hearst molds. They're basically silicon molds, and you can get them to fit almost any setting you know they have them for fantasy and for sci-fi mm -hmm. and you can get all sorts of different uh patterns different piping uh round doors you know uh, uh airlock doors some really amazing amazing stuff and you pour them yourself and we use something called um it's called a dentist stone which we it's also right. called merlin's magic but it's a very um rigid very uh high quality plaster like the stuff they used to use for for dentures you know for mm -hmm. making dental imprints and stuff and uh that's what we did so and you can put these pieces together as you can see you can kind of see how there are different pieces glued together and you can put them together it's like a legos of, yeah yeah like legos except and i use wood glue <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's how how we created it miles just put a piece of clear uh, plastic from a danish container in the window to make the window itself and he practiced all day making the blood splatters on paper before he actually splattered the blood on the... But I painted everything else. So nice. The blood splatter was his version of it. And, and then... Um, but the acid melting through the floor, that had, to, that, that had some... To, to, <laughs> that was ingenious. Yeah, well, actually, that is actually some of the molds. They have two different molds. They have two different sets. You have a full grate mold, and okay. then you have a grate that's in four sections that's already eaten away as if it's weathered or damaged. You know, because that also could be like a blaster damage or something like that as well. Oh, I, I so, gotcha. Yeah, so, so we just put it together, and then I painted it. So. Oh, it is a, it's magical. I'm looking at, um, I did a Google image search for Hearst molds. And I'm looking yeah. at this, and they're so cheap. Yeah, and they're yeah. great because you can reuse them and use them and use them. We have almost all of them for the fantasy mm, setting, we have and we have a lot amount, of them yes. for the sci-fi. So yeah. So they're basically like those yeah. ice cube trays that everybody gets or muffin yes. tins, and you mm -hmm. you yes. have your your own little stuff you mix up, and you can either fill the whole thing or just uh, just one compartment in it, right? Yeah, whatever exactly. pieces you want. Nice. You know, and they do everything. They even have a little. They have fantasy hearse molds that have mugs and bottles. Well, and now I know how. Yeah, now I know how that <laughs> that person made the 3D talisman. 
Yeah. That would not surprise me if you used something like that. Yeah, I'm looking at one right oh, now yes. that I'm like, oh, I want this. There's a little pile of skulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have that one. Nice. And and we would we and that. we would represent and we would recommend Merlin's Magic as the stuff you use for it. Regular plaster can be used as well, but plaster is so fragile. Oh, that yeah. If it falls, it it's going to immediately chip up. or break. Yeah. And the Merlin's Mold takes maybe an hour or less, depending on the thickness of the piece yeah. you're casting. Plaster plaster's a, is, is significantly cheaper, but the quality is nowhere near. It will absolutely just chip and break. And sure. On some of the more fragile pieces, you can't even uh, pull it out. It'll it'll break inside the mold. Plaster's yeah. that fragile. Oh so, yeah, I would I would never. I mess do with everything plaster. with Merlin's magic. Very cool. Well, I know oh, Susan I did back back before you know. So Susan, Susan does big, stuff. Susan uh, does stuff with resin in um in these things too. Uh, not not these exact things, but she has her own. I bought her a bunch of silicone molds for Christmas, and she does resin oh. like jewelry stuff in it. There's oh, actually cool. yeah, actually some of those molds are are designed you know for like making uh, fences, gothic fences and stuff, and mm -hmm. they suggest using a resin in it. But then you have to also use a release agent to make sure it doesn't stick in the mold and ah, stuff. So I haven't gotcha. tried that yet, but we we are about to. I have a I have a really nice graveyard set. Uh, I want to make about to is is with an asterisk is in about yeah. to after September. Yes. Because right now we have plans. Three other we, projects. We, talk, we have <laughs> we have three other projects uh, planned right now, and mm -hmm. one's a really big one, and the other one oh, one is for uh, John Fugelsang, and the other two projects are for um, Frank Conniff and Trey. Trace. Trace. Yeah. The, from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 because they're going on a uh, comedy tour uh, here at the end of September and we're in Jacksonville and we're going to buy the tickets. I think, uh, did they just come out or did they come next out week. next week? Next, next week. week. So, if you remember in Mystery Science Theater there was this scene where they were talking into microphones saying deep hurting. You know, yeah. deep hurting. I, okay. So, um, we... Are, we bought some figs and we are going to paint them up as Frank Conniff and Trace in that show, what they were wearing. So it's the lime green lab suit. And I'll make a little mini diorama like your fig has. And the diorama will have like the, the hatch that you always see in the background mm -hmm. for the entryway into it. Nice. And, uh, you know, Deep hurting. There it is. Deep hurting. That is exactly it. Yeah, we have to customize the figs. We got to put the little uh, microphones in their hands with the little orange balls on them. Yeah, and I, I got actually, it. I actually have to remove the head from the Frank fig that we got and put a brand new head on it, and then sculpt his hairdo on top of it. Oh That'll yeah, that'll be interesting. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, because you can just do one big giant spit curl on his front of his head, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be hard to see with that level of detail. It's pretty small, but yeah, exactly. And the diorama we're talking for um, for John Fugelsang, because we're going all out on him. We're going to make a 4-inch by 4-inch by 8-inch diorama. It's, uh, it's going to be good size. And basically, we've already given him a small fig of a little droid that we call uh, JF-121 in, in his initials and the number of his uh, the channel of his show on. Um, Sirius XM? Sirius, X, Sirius XM, correct. 
And so he was floored when he saw it. He was, and, and, and he still remembers it because Michelle calls his show occasionally and mentions it. And he's like, oh, yeah. you know. Cause, so he still remembers it. So anyway, this diorama we're making, we're going to... Um, well, you got to understand what the problem with this droid is. That droid has a secret. And it is what is called an Iron Knight. And for those of you that are nerds, feel free to go on to Star Wars Wikipedia <laughs> and look up Iron Knight. Can I can is, I tell you what I can I say what I think it is? Go for sure. it. Isn't that a, a a droid that is a force user? Correct. It is a crystalline entity that uses a droid to interact with the oh, galaxy that's around right. it. That's right. It's like a, a the and droid is the host body. Yes. Correct. And the and the uh, the crystalline creature is force sensitive. And so that's the secret we're going to reveal to John the next time we see him as I'm going to we're going to paint him yet another fig, but this one I'm going to put in a custom made lightsaber. And that reminds me I got to call his show or anybody call his show <laughs> someone and get me the answer to the following question. If you were a Jedi, what color would be your lightsaber? And please yes. try and keep it I want a general color like blue, green, red, orange, yellow. I don't want you know purple or spirally rainbow. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You you want me to message him on Facebook and see if he responds? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> hey, you are his friend. I that's am. That's something I'm gonna get on. Uh, 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 that's something I'm gonna get on John. I'm gonna be like, can we be your friends on Facebook? I'll see how fast. It- <laughs> anyway, where was I? Um, so the diorama. So we redo his, and he's gonna have a fig with a lightsaber. Now, it's going to be a green, grassy little field, right? And right in the middle of this green, grassy field is going to be an ADAT foot. This is going to be a huge three-inch diameter foot. You're only going to see the foot and about, I don't know, two to three inches of the uh, ankle as it goes up to the top of the diorama. And on one side of the diorama is going to be his little figure with a lightsaber, and I'm going to put uh, stormtrooper figs that are chopped up and laying flat on the ground, you know, dead, <laughs> and and cut up trees and, you know, arc damage from the lightsaber and what have you. And on the other side of the uh, ADAT foot will be stormtroopers that are not dead yet in poses, holding rifles, you know, aiming, trying to be defensive and what have you. And the title of the diorama will be, so what was our plan B? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, so that's what we're going to present to John. And uh, he was floored with just this tiny little fig we gave him. We think a diorama is really going to floor him. So, well, I, I am. T- asking- I'm. I'm. I'm sending him a message right now on uh, Facebook to oh, see shit. if I can to see if I can get a mess uh, get a response uh, between now and the end of the show. Oh, oh that'd be cool. So. <laughs> I know he's out of town, isn't he? In like Los Angeles or something this weekend or something. Yeah, oh no, he- he's in. Um, He's in Rhode Island or something. He's gone to a Judy Gold thing, a Judy Gold event. So he's out of town. So well, he has a smartphone. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) he does. Uh, Is it? Shall we take the break now or? Uh, Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Um, I'll finish up that message momentarily. Uh, So let me see. Should have the email. Yeah, I'm going to get that loaded up here in a minute. I have it on a flash drive on my other computer. Just need to pop it in over here, and we are in business. Okay, let's go ahead and hit the break, and uh, let me see. Uh, any any uh, song requests uh, from either of you? Just my standard, but... What's that? <laughs> uh, macaroni. Oh, okay. All right, we can play it. I got it queued up already. I used it last night, but we can do it again tonight. Here we go. 
We're going to go ahead and listen to a song of uh, love and outreach from uh, Macaroni. Well, there's outreach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Outstretching of one's a digit. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with me, Miles, and Michelle. And, of course, we're going to have uh, Adam Hebert on the program with us later. So hang tight. We'll be right back with more Mike Check Radio right after this. Almost said turn up the night. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What an ass. He was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession 
what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Oh my god! You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Alright, this is Kenny Peck, and I'm my apologies for playing the little <laughs> weird science sound bite. But uh, before I knew it, I was hitting the wrong button and playing that before I played the promo. So you got your little Steve Bannon uh, <laughs> clip in there. I thought uh, it was very apropos. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I'm not Adam Hebert. This is Kenny Pick running the board. Uh, you can hear me on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Friday right here on Indie Media Weekly. And of course, uh, joining me out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, a rogue DM. Welcome back to the program, Michelle. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. 
and your spacefaring uh, galaxy master, Miles Lagan, who is hosting the program tonight. Uh, I am. I have the audio in my uh, greasy little claw, and uh, whenever you're ready, we'll start getting into it. Yes, well, I, I also am that lucky bastard, as John Fugelsang has coined me <laughs> for being married to her. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's not wrong, although I'm not technically a bastard, but there you go. Well, yeah, yeah technicalities, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I did want to say on one little, uh, uh, regarding the fig we sent you, because Michelle and I were getting very anxious because we, we sent it, and we knew that it had arrived on Friday because the, the Postal Service had notified us. And we're like, man, Kenny hasn't said anything. Did, why is he, what, what happened? What you know, and we're, we're waiting and we're waiting and we're, we're on pins and needles and we're like, oh my God, what did I, I started having doubts. I was freaking out. I'm like, did they get mailed to the wrong address? Oh Some, no. And finally, you know, today so, so, you, you, you find it or. Well, yeah, I, I just didn't have time to check the mail yesterday. So, uh, so unfortunately he was out there, okay. uh, he was out there overnight, but no, no greasy kid on the street streets blown up, blown up with firecrackers or anything. So, oh, that, that would have, that would have been horrible. Anyway, the, um. The, the the one thing I did you saw the picture I sent with you about the, the fishing hook and a yeah. washer yeah so the the one problem I had because um when I got the fig I'm like and I we decided because Michelle and I have over two thousand of those things and we we decided you know that fig means more to you than it does to us I mean we 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 you know push to find a way to use it but it's like you know what we're we're gonna send it back so oh god a fig I, I so this is where I come in on how to modify it. And now the problem with that fig was it was front heavy. And what that means is with just looking at it, it would fall over on its face again and again and again. So I added the washer to the base to lower the center of gravity and to create a more stable platform so it wouldn't fall over. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, fishing hook, because uh, in one of the pictures I sent you, you'll see the, if you can remember the old tail, it was actually bent around his ankle. That tail is actually uh, separate, and it was supposed yeah. to stick out behind him. But uh, it was bent around the tail, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and fix the tail. So I start straightening it out, and it was very soft lead, and boink, it snaps off in my hand. I'm like, oh, now what? So <laughs> so I find a fishing hook. <laughs> uh, living in Florida, they're abundant. So I... I sure. uh, I cut the fishing hook and I drill a hole into the base of his tail and I wrap the fishing hook with some copper wire to give it some texture. I thought it turned out rather nice. And it makes the fig look much more menacing, I think. It gives it that air of, uh, you know, something, lethality, I guess you could say. Yeah, it looks pretty brutal. Yeah, just be careful. You can can impale yourself on it. It it is still a little sharp. It's a sharp hook. I'll do my uh, best. The claw, the... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, you 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 know when you see your cat running around the house and that thing's embedded in its paw, you did something wrong by not securing it properly. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> where what was I going to talk? Oh, the claw, because the claw was just a, the the front claw that's extended is just a close a closed fist. So I got my little exacto knife out and I I slit into the claw to extend his two front fingers out a little bit to make it look more dynamic. And then nice. Michelle worked her marvelous paint job on it to make it pop and what have you. And then, uh, you know, we gave it a gloss coat to make it look slimy and oh, yeah. sweaty and sticky. Oh, perfect. So, it's, it's re- it really is perfect. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I love it. And 
And since it doesn't look exactly like the regular alien xenomorphs, we gave it your, you know, we gave it the the, the, the uh, Xenoken name for it because that's a xenomorph <laughs> that would have come out of your body had you been impregnated by a face auger. Is it a kinomorph? Oh, the, yeah, it's Zen- xenomorph. Yeah, xenomorph. Zeno. Oh no, the the the. the, the... Xenoken. Oh, Xenoken. Not you nice. See, you see the little label on the yeah. There should be a label. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Hang on, I didn't even. I didn't even see. Let me check. Is it on the fig or yeah. on the base? On the on base. The base. On, the, on the on the on the box itself. On the on the on the, on the case. The oh, okay. Yeah. Case. All right, that is uh, out of reach at the moment. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm okay. still in, I'm still admiring it here on my shelf. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're precious. <laughs> oh yeah. So so, so, um, so so that's your DNA addition to the you know the, the xenomorph uh, uh, family line there. Oh, I like it. I like it. Any <laughs> any any flaws in the figure due to your DNA? See. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah. But no, it's it's yeah. great. It's really gorgeous. I I appreciate that. And so and uh, sorry <laughs> about the uh, undue stress from not checking the mail yesterday. No. <laughs> uh, I That's told okay. him that he might not have checked the mail, and that was, you know, the only, you know, so he just needed to calm down a bit. Yeah, I was running a little was, behind I was, yesterday. I was mostly calm, you know, when I, because I, you know, <laughs> Michelle and I are here, and we're doing this work, and we're prepping, and we're sending it off. We're like, oh, he's gonna like it, gonna like it, blah blah blah. And I mail it off, and I'm monitoring its progress, and when it gets delivered, and I'm, I'm on pins, I'm like, ready, 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 and then nothing. <laughs> it's like, it's like. It's like I'm ready to, you know, hit hit the patient with the two paddles to get the heart restarted. Boop, clear, and then just a flat line. And I'm just like, what went wrong? <laughs> but no, it's all cool. It's it's fine. And you know, and one last thing on this before we uh, roll along to news and whatnot is, um, uh, I, I went to the Merlin's Magic uh, uh, store, and it's only forty three bucks. Uh, I, for uh, I, I just looked randomly at twenty five pounds. It's forty three bucks. And that you know? twenty five pounds will go a long way. Yeah, we still have our first box. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm sure shipping is probably you know probably a little uh, expensive. Yeah. Maybe ten, twelve bucks, yeah. right? Something like that, but yeah, but for but the, you can't beat the quality if compared to regular plaster. Yeah, that's great. All right, so what what kind of uh, punishment uh, has Adam uh, inflicted upon us this week for audio? Oh yes, <laughs> I saw some. Uh, I know I have it. I have it loaded up, ready to go. But as you say, it's going to be iffy on the um, sound quality. Well, I can, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I see some Hannity. I see Stephen Stephen Miller, whoever Loesch is. Alex Jones. Oh, oh we got Dana, an Alex Jones Dana. in there. Oh yeah. Dana oh, Dana Loesch. Loesch. <laughs> oh, he's got he's got a regular. Oh my God, Michelle Bachman. Uh oh, how does she come oh. out of the closet? Wow. Well, it looks like this. That's probably uh, uh, this. All looks like American Taliban to me. So, <laughs> I don't know. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, not surprising. Maybe, well, he has them, uh, he has them laid out in order from A through A to Z. <laughs> he literally has A to Z clips. So, I guess, should we start with A? Is that how we should do it? Yeah, I, I guess. I suppose. 
<laughs> well, yeah, first one's labeled Alex Jones, a woman something or other. Uh, a woman was a man. That's a pretty long one. A, wo- a woman was a man, was a woman, had a baby. What? Oh! Oh, he's talking about that, um, the, 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 Trans- yeah, the, the transgender couple, the, the, the guy uh, is pregnant. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, oh, I see. It used to I be see. a woman. Yeah. Is that, is that how it works? It used to be a woman, and then now they worked it so she's, she's pregnant. He's gotcha. pregnant. Yes. He is pregnant. Yes. So, all right. So here's uh, here's Jones um, uh, sticking his nose where it doesn't belong in other people's business. As I have said thousands of times, if you debate the censors, the all high appointed leftist witch hunt commandants and capitanos, and say I'm not racist, don't censor me. They've already won. They're not supposed to be in the position of censoring. We're in Western society. Unless you're calling for violence against somebody, you have free speech. But they're the ones calling for violence, but notice they're saying, we don't have free speech. And they always turn it around to like, oh, you hate people. I don't hate men that think they're women or vice versa. And if people want to do that, that's their issue. I'm a libertarian. I don't want to pay for your sex change via taxes. I don't want to pay to have your wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> I don't want to pay for you to have glo- uh, what is it where they suck the fat out? Liposuction. Duh. But they got the headlines. Jones is a homophobe. Why, right here, he said that a man that had a baby wasn't a man. Because it said it was a woman that thought she was a man that then got pregnant. She's a woman. Um. No, she didn't think she was a man he knew he was a man he's just biologically born a woman it happens get over it alex <laughs> wow uh, you know what a what a what a uh, the, 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 what a fear-mongering well you know you got to consider his his demographics the, the the base that he is uh pandering to trying to gen up fear and uh, alienation and trying to just just divide really it's it, it being very divisive and uh, fomenting hate and, and you know yeah. uh, again uh, okay oh, the, I, where, where I don't understand where he's saying I don't want to pay for you know pay for your your surgeries of, of any type well that's really not anything we pay for as taxpayers. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we, in insurance pools, you end up paying for other people to, you know, uh, I mean, but this is, nobody's paying for anybody's gender reassignment surgery or gallbladder surgery or whatever. You know, if, if somebody's in the military, fuck yeah, we need to pay for whatever surgery they need, you know. So don't cry about that. I don't want to fucking hear it. You know, I mean, there's plenty of elective surgery that, you know, is going to be paid for by uh you know uh, by the taxpayers for people in the in the service i'm not about to question them you know i'm not about to stick my nose in somebody else's business if it's going to make their life more productive more happy uh and you know keep them maybe from oh i don't know killing themselves or whatever um you know or or sinking into deep depression you know then do it, it it's the right thing to do 
It's not that expensive. Yeah. And again, it's a, such a minor fraction. Uh, you know, especially if if you you know if they want to harp on gender reassignment surgeries, it's such it or hormone therapy or whatever or hormone replacement. Uh, you know, it's it's such a minor minor part of the healthcare budget for the military. It's just it's not even noticeable. It's but yeah, that's what he's doing. You know, I, I you know I don't, I don't hate nobody. I don't care. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Just listen they, to your fucking shitty they, show. They 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 cloak and dagger it up under the the guise of how they don't want their tax money spent. That's 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 the thing. Yeah, in this they're using the the the, the tax uh, issues of uh, you know I don't want my taxpayer money going to the others and the others whether it be you know poor children people of a different ethnicity. Uh, gender gender identity issues and all that yeah. so well and you know cat says if the military can pay for boner pills which is elective uh, but uh, you know not needed uh, uh but for not for needed trans medical care that's what you know uh, and, and that's the thing viagra uh, for people in the military and yeah there are some issues for you know that would require uh, you know, uh, you know, stress, uh, you know, PTSD that could contribute to, oh, yeah. um, to erectile dysfunction, whatever. Um, yeah, uh, no problem to pay for that. But you know what? That is not necessary for someone's survival. Obviously it's not like, you know, giving them lungs or a heart or something like that, but it's, uh, you know, essential for somebody's, you know, medical uh, or, you know, mental well being. To you know, to be the individual they want to be, to you know, for for them to feel comfortable with their body, you know, that's exactly what Viagra is all about. And the you know, so the the argument is 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 exactly the same for Viagra as it is for uh, uh, for you know, trans medical care. Yeah, they don't want they they can't put it see it that way, and that's on them. So yeah, big Shit. failure on that one. Yeah. Alex Jones, just a uh, pandering yeah. asshole. Yeah. I'm yeah. a libertarian. No, you're not. You're a crazy person. <laughs> you're just crazy. <laughs> crazy. I know libertarians. A lot of them are assholes. M most of them are assholes. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. But I know a few libertarians who are, are, you know, who would probably say, yeah, if they're serving in the military, of course. You know, because that's the only instance that, you know, I can conceive of that taxpayers would be on the on, uh, you know, w would, you know, have to pay for somebody's gender reassignment surgery or again, you know, or just, you know, we'll just say, you know, trans medical care. Thank you, Kat, for that. That, you know, I mean, boom, just put it in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's just such a losing stupid argument. These people are so fucking backwards. The biggest thing I hear, the common element when you're talking about libertarians, is uh, if you remember in the movie uh, uh, Finding Nemo, and those seagulls were just screaming, mine, incessantly, over and over and over and over. That's what I hear from libertarians. All they care about is, well, what about me? How does it benefit me? You know, never thinking about society as a whole, you know, and, yeah. and uh, oh, the selfishness. It's all about the selfishness. And, uh, you know, they, they don't... Uh, 
I do enjoy arguing with them though because they really start to get uncomfortable when I, when when you know because they're like, oh, I don't want you know taxes paying for this and all kinds of socialism, 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 and I start naming all the things that they love that socialism pains for, and they're, they're, they they shut up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> every libertarian, every libertarian is one tax bill away from becoming a crazy sovereign citizen. I have no <laughs> problem for my my tax money going to help out people, you know, for a physical and a mental medical necessity. And that's what it is. And yeah. for people to to be bigoted about it just because, you know, they are the other. You know, they these these people are so afraid. They need pincushions. They need they need somebody to pick on. And yeah. it's it's not right. I mean, this is a physical and a mental necessity. They need this to be complete. And no, it, it hurts absolutely. me to see people being tortured, you know, mentally because of this. It's yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, Kat says trans is not about want. And, you know, if I, if I slipped and said want instead of need, my apologies. But I, I think maybe she's aiming that at... Uh, um, fat burger eating Jones. Oh God! <laughs> Every picture I see of that man with his shirt off look like looks like he's holding his breath and trying to suck in his belly as much as possible. I know he's somewhat fit, but it still looks like he's over. He's trying too hard when he gets yeah. a picture taken without his shirt. And he doth protest too much. Yes. That, that double chin of his is uh, isn't there by accident. No. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, we're, we're we need to get back on track here. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. And when we come back, lucky everybody, we're going to get to listen to some uh, Sean Hannity oh, and, some, and some and some Eric Bowling and Dinesh D'Souza as well. Look at that. Oh, yay. He's oh. got a regular shit parade for us uh, here. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a trifecta of suck. Yeah. So, ah. uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and hit the break, uh, and we'll come right back with lots more Mike Check Radio right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I won't argue that it was a no-holds-barred, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, but there's no way you could perpetrate that amount of carnage and mayhem and not incur a considerable amount of paperwork. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. 
Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Welcome back to Mike Check Radio, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide, and positive podcasting. Who the hell knows where? This is Kenny Pick sitting in for Adam Hebert running the board here. Uh, but, of course, uh, now to your host uh, with the most, of course, Miles Lagon in South Florida. Hello, th- sir. Yes, hello. I am here and wonderful again to be back. And I am uh, having a little concern, but first I, uh, let's uh, make sure Michelle has uh, joined us once also uh, from Port St. Lucie. Hello, dear. Hello, I am here. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So my uh, concern is I know I'm having issues. That's why we switched over to you, Kenny. And I was recording, um, and I'm worried that the recording is only picking up me and not you because I may be recording. Well, you should stop recording stuck. because I'm recording. Okay, good. Done. <laughs> so, I was nervous. No, that's okay, all right. Perfect. <laughs> You're good. You're golden. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I started things up as I would do any show, so uh, we're we are uh, in in good shape here. So. Um, all right. So you promised some Hannity, man. Give oh my Hannity. God! Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. Yeah. So let's. Uh, you know, in uh, Hannity, didn't he promise to get waterboarded for charity? Um, Way back when Keith Olbermann still had a show. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, I think we should we should play the uh, my old montage from the Stephanie Miller show uh, regarding that. Here you go, everybody. Sure. Have you ever been waterboarded? Uh, no, but Ollie North has, and I talked to him about it. Did you see Sean Hannity offered to be uh, waterboarded? Which I say, uh, you're here. And how, how, he would you so consent to be uh, waterboarded yes. so we could get the truth out of you? Yeah, sure. We can waterboard you. Sure. Uh, are you busy on Sunday? Hannity volunteers to be waterboarded and says he'll do it for the families of the troops. I'll do it for charity. I'll do it for the troops' I families. Do it. I would pay lots of cash money. I swear will to God, you give I will. the Keith Olbermann thousand dollars every second. I don't know if I can afford that kind of TV scratch. For every second you last, a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars a second, Sean. I'll let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Be adorable. <laughs> he so. wouldn't last a moment. Still, I, I remember that thousand dollars a second. Yeah, yeah. Still hasn't happened. Still hasn't happened. So, uh, all right. Well, let's see. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. So Hannity, Hannity uh, decides to say the uh, judging from this clip, he's gonna deflect as to what's going on with Trump right now being under investigation and he's saying, you know, the the left would pitch a fit if this were to happen to them. Well, we it's happened, we did, and uh most folks that have been investigated um uh, you know, high-ranking officials in the White House uh, have been exonerated. See Hillary Clinton, see Bill Clinton. Yes, Bill Clinton was impeached for lying under oath, but he still served out the rest of his term. 
So, uh, you know, and I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't happy at all about the blue dress, nope. you know, and, and, you know, the, how Whitewater became, you know, about a 24-year-old intern. I wasn't happy about it, of course. But you know what? I would hang my head in shame if there were investigations like this going on about anybody that I voted for. In the no Trump kidding. cult, the Trump cult should be as well. I mean, you know, these these folks, they have no shame. They, I mean, they voted for a man they knew was openly racist. They knew that he was a shady businessman that wouldn't release his taxes. So guess what? Strong. Your motherfucking chickens came home to roost, you dumb fuckers. Sorry. I, I have I, I have I have to do I have to do my John Kendall impersonation. Wrong, wrong, fake wrong. 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 Yeah, yeah. wrong. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, here's here's a yes, the left would pitch a fit over investigations from Sean Hannity. But there's much more. Mueller has put together a Democratic hit squad that has donated tens of thousands of dollars to let's see. Democrats, including Hillary and Barack Obama. Take a look at that chart on your screen. Eight of the 16 members of Mueller's team have made political donations to Democrats, while the other eight, according to public records, haven't donated at all. Oh, really? Not one Republican donor? Eight Democratic donors? Does that sound fair and impartial to you? Or does it sound more like a politically motivated witch hunt? Imagine if the tables are turned. A bunch of Republicans investigating a Democratic president. The left in this country would be in an uproar. The investigation would be stopped like this investigation should be stopped. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. He's looking for an excuse, aren't they? <laughs> yes, if this should be stopped. <laughs> it should be stopped oh. now. Um, and my apologies, Adam has not amplified these audio clips to my standards, so they are coming through rather quiet. But I'm going to do my best to try and boost the volume on the remaining audio that we have for the evening on my other computer. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so, uh, all right. And uh, let me see. Um, uh, so here's the next one. Next one. Unless, uh, did you have any, uh, either of you have anything else to add before we uh, roll along? Uh, I have memories of Ken Starr, and uh, I think he was pretty partisan from what I remember. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, you know what? That was pointed out, and it still went on. Yeah. Not that it should have, but it did. But uh, yeah, hey, we got a we got a stained blue dress for all that seventy six million dollars we invested in that. Mm -hmm. uh, you're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Jeez. It's it's an ugly scene, man. It's an ugly scene. But you know what? Again, like I said, the the you know Trump cult. Your chickens have come home to roost. You knew that this this guy was a pro a, a problem going in. You ignored it. You told us we were wrong. Every time you told us we were wrong, we were right. And now the shit ball just keeps rolling down that shitty shit hill. And it's that, now a huge shit ball. Did you see that meme I, I put, put, put up about um, the 100,000-something um, cases put before grand juries and only 11 were, like, not prosecuted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That yeah. is a stunning um, statistic, and, I, and I'm hoping it's true, because if they're putting stuff in front of a grand jury on Trump, I am I am giddy with anticipation. Oh, me too. Oh, 
I need I need to get that anticipation clip uh, clip from um, what's that what's that movie called, hon? <laughs> the Rocky Horror. Oh, <laughs> anticipation. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and listen to uh, part two of the uh, Sean. Just uh, Adam entitled this uh, "More Sulking from Hannity," and of course, as Adam lovingly refers to Sean, Sean Hannity as the incredible sulk. Mueller <laughs> conveniently picked, handpicked Washington D.C. to impanel the grand jury. It's a city. Donald Trump got four percent of the vote. Four percent. This is now the deep state gone rogue versus you, you, the people, and the president of the United States. The weapons of intelligence, the powerful weapons, have now been turned on the president and turned on you, the American people. Oh my God! Seriously, I, I, I gotta, I gotta play a drop from uh, from my cart for that uh, right now. Uh, here it is. Yeah. Shut up. Just, just <laughs> yeah. shut up. Just you know. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, <laughs> it sucks with the shoes on the other foot, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. they Poor they fella. say it's so unfair, but you know what? I mean, when you go through the history of presidents, and you um, you pull out the ones that had the most corrupt. I think Reagan still. Has the most corrupt uh, insofar as it was um, prosecutions and convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even, but I think the Teapot Dome back, I think was that Hoover or Harding. They were like really corrupt back then. That was like some massive, you know, back when the uh, elite were really pushing into the Republican Party and corrupting it and forcing it into what it is today. Just before the great first great Republican Depression. Yeah, I just read it. So uh, anyway. Yeah, so it's a, it's it, when you look for corruption, uh, and then of course there's just Nixon. <laughs> oh, how the Republicans want to get rid of that out of their uh, their uh, little repertoire. <laughs> yeah. Uh suck it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Please, please. Um, and uh, let me see. So uh, here is uh, here's part three of uh, Sean Hannity. Um, worried and whining about, oh, yes, the grand jury. And then, you know what? Ain't it grand? <laughs> Here we uh, go. Uh, yeah. Poor Trump cultists. And that, by the way, is only the beginning of Mueller's massive conflicts of interest. It is why earlier this week, Congressman Trent Franks called for Mueller to resign. And again, as my friend Greg Jarrett has pointed out, he'll join us in a minute, grand juries, you got to remember this, they are completely one-sided heavily favoring government prosecutors defense attorneys are not allowed in to talk to the grand jury and prosecutors can put forward any evidence they want it's why they have the old saying you can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich this is now very serious and this can't be ignored it can't (laughs) well you know what as far as ham sandwiches go I like Trump on rye. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I, oof, yeah. I'd like to see him yeah, in a that. in a straight jacket, uh, but it could be like a giant pita pocket. That'd be good. Oh, there you. There's a visual. A straight jacket, his <laughs> tidy whities. Oh no. <laughs> no. 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 You're that's, welcome. That's terrible. 
that is a terrible thing. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so that, that's, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'm glad that these, they're having these pains. I am so glad because of the damage that has been inflicted on this nation by Fox News and the Trump cult and just, you know, uh, just all these right wing freaks, you know, I'm sorry, you, you, you got everything coming to you, you know, that, that, you know, this is, it's it's not it's it's not cool what you did to this country so you know you got to take your lumps now the damage isn't done there's still more damage to come sorry to say you know hopefully the damage will uh turn into voter turnout you know that's that's one thing that it'll save us come uh, 2018 when uh you know hopefully we'll take back the house and senate yeah and impeachment proceedings because at this point i mean trump's poll numbers just keep sinking even in the polls that are supposedly favor him and uh i don't know how much more the these republican uh politicians are going to keep uh you know circling the wagon around trump you know trying to defend him before they start to realize that it is their ass in the sling so uh you know what will they stand up finally and just you know but you know what on second thought i don't want them to i I want them to continue to, you know, associate with Trump in, in every, every, you know, cuddly little uh, my precious ways they can, so that when the uh, it comes time to pay the piper, they get out, they get punted. Uh, agreed. I mean, it's yeah. not going to happen in some some districts because of gerrymandering, and there are some really safe Republican districts, no matter what they do. You know, but uh, but the ones that are just just tipped a little bit, you get enough of a turnout. Because when the Republicans back when there were so there there were segments of the Republican Party that were so embarrassed about George W. Bush and what he did and how bad he was that they defected and started the Tea Party. So you can only imagine the schism that'll happen in the GOP when uh, Trump's day has when his. 15 minutes well let's let's say 20 minutes let's say 20 minutes of fame are over and uh all of a sudden people are just scrambling to say oh i never voted for him um i'm i'm part of this party now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and the, uh, the hu- go ahead yeah the the hypocrisy just runs strong in them that's all i can say oh yeah it certainly does uh all right uh let me see um oh uh, i'm i'm doing uh, yeah please go ahead um we're near the point when adam might be available for me to call him and him join the show okay uh has he sent you a message usually he uh he'll send a message when he's uh prepared no yes okay yeah, I just probably just wait for him to uh, drop you a line, and um, uh, you know, I'm uh, uh, I'm really kind of dreading right now listening to this uh, Dinesh D'Souza audio. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be bad. I know it. I haven't heard this guy in a while, um, but uh, yeah. So I'm uh, I, I just need one more moment here. But did you uh, did you hear? Uh, uh, you know, I, I thought of this, and uh, one of the last things you uh, you said, Michelle. Um, you heard about that West Virginia governor who has been a Democrat for eight months and said the Democrat Party left me. Oh yeah, jeez. I mean that. 
it's like you know, you know uh don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you to quote randy rhodes uh, yeah you know? yeah that i mean you can fuck right off you know fuck you and the shitty horse you rode in on Ooh, somebody has a uh a, a, a sound enabled on something oh, it's my me. phone Oh, that's no, your phone. phone. Oh, okay. Just move it away from your oh, mic. Oh, my phone good. too. My phone was making noise. So, <laughs> and ideally, what it means is that something else will be making noise in this channel very soon. Well, he's sitting in the car. So, yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Well, welcome, oh. Adam. Hi, Adam. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Excellent. I t I take it you're on your way home. Yes. Let me roll up the window a little because there could be some wind. That's fine. It adds to the atmosphere. <laughs> it's set, you sound like a roving reporter. Yes. All you have to do is just make those those um, those fake helicopter noises in the background. And you'll, sound, <laughs> you'll, sound, you'll sound like the traffic reporters on the, 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 the morning news. <laughs> what, How, what's the traffic like terrible. Enterprise, Alabama, Adam? <laughs> uh, traffic is very light. In fact, almost non-existent. Oh, very good. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I hear I, I arrived just in time for uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Yes, oh, yeah. you need to give me a moment here because I need to uh, uh, get uh, uh, into... Um, I, uh, your, your audio is coming through really quiet on my end. So uh, oh. I I'm uh, having an issue with uh, uh, it, it not being loud enough. So I'm trying to uh, I'm racing to try and uh, amplify it on uh, the other computer and drag it over onto the other one in a flash drive. So yeah, so that's I'm what sorry I'm about that because you know that our friends on the right, even though they have all that cock money from the Cock Brothers, you know they can't afford good audio engineers. And well. so they, they, you know, so I, I actually, it was actually, I thought it was kind of loud, so I dialed them down a lot. Some, you know, uh, so sorry about that, is what I'm saying. No, that's okay. It's probably just because we have, you know, our setups are slightly different. That's all. So, um, well, 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 because I'm partially deaf. Yeah, no more inside but, baseball. Miles, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, well, while you're sorting out the audio issues, uh, Adam, we just, you know, killed the first hour of the show pretty much by talking about the fig that we had sent Kenny. Oh. Oh, he, did he get it today or was it yesterday? He technically got it yesterday, but he got it today. He opened it today. Is that like voting for a bill after voting against it? <laughs> it's sort of like voting absentee and then finding out that, yeah, your absentee vote arrived after the vote has rolls have closed. Yeah, something like that. Ah, okay. I, what? So, well, I'm glad you got the figure. I knew about it, but I, I, was, I had to, you know, like, you know, zip my lips so I didn't actually, you know, loose lips sink ships and all. That's right. <laughs> Well, actually, it looks well, like it looks like we're going to be able to do. Uh, uh, I, we're not going to have time for the D'Souza stuff right now, and uh, I kind of screwed up anyway. But um, here's um, here is part uh, here's Eric Bowling uh, about Trump taking three weeks of vacation. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this will this will get your murder fist flared up. Okay. Yeah, vodka soda. You know what else is too many calories. You know what else today is <laughs> the start of President Trump's 17-day working vacation. Working vacation. I like working that you vacation. Vacation. He's just telecommuting from the golf course, right? Where did I? Well, the, I mean, yeah, he's going to golf, but I'm sure if there's something pressing that comes yeah. up, they'll, they'll, they'll Do we know where he's going, Eric? Is he spending the whole time Edmonds in Florida? Bedminster. Okay. New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Oh, yeah. For the vacation for seven yeah. days. Okay. Yeah. Great golf courses. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, golfing. Okay. Well, that's all. Uh, yeah, it sounds like his uh, co-hosts were sniffing out the 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 bullshit that he was uh, belching forth. Yeah, Kenny. Unfortunately, th that problem I have with really stupid audio has come up. My, the muscles that control my middle finger are out of control. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So uh, you know, um, and uh, you know, I. I wonder if his two co-hosts on that show know what his penis looks like. Because apparently, uh, Eric Bowling is the latest sexual harasser, sex criminal, uh, to oh, be exposed right. by Fox News and exposed by himself on his cell phone. <laughs> what remember, in, remember that one line in Clue, Kenny? <laughs> I choose to expose myself. Please, there are ladies present. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a dirty little secret about Eric Bowling. Is that yeah. technically every picture of him is a dick pic. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so, uh, yes, you, you are correct. So, uh, I try to be. Huh? I try to be. And I try yes. to be funny, too, which apparently I'm seeing it based on Miles' reaction. Winning. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Winning, so uh, that was a good one. Yeah, not bad at all. And uh, so, uh, uh, but all right. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it is break time. I'm I'm probably just gonna have to run the audio as it is. I'm having too hard of a time focusing on running everything and amplifying it. So, um, but uh, anywho, why is there never enough? What is that? That was a. I was looking up an Eric Bowling article online, ah. and, a, and a commercial <laughs> popped in. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. So, uh, all right, well, Adam, are you going to stay on the phone during the break? Yes, I can actually mute on Android Skype app, so yes. There you go. All right, well, we'll go ahead and, uh, ooh, i got to get a piece of music uh, loaded up again. That's my problem, is I'm relying on this flash drive for way too much. Um, and uh, But, yeah, let me, uh, let me go to my computer I can find it. But, yeah, uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. Uh, Adam, how far away are you from home, would you say? I'd say about uh, 10 minutes. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll kill a little bit of time here on the break. And uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to, uh, let me see uh, if I can get this thing to agree. I'm having the hardest goddamn time tonight. Nothing wants to agree with me. Uh, but anyway, uh, here we go. We're going to listen to Truth, right. De Truth <laughs> Destroyed uh, by Hairwolf on this break. We'll be right back with me, Miles, Michelle, and, of course, uh, Adam Hebert in transit. So no, don't nobody go nowhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Okay, we got the hot tub hot, the wine cooler's cool, it's hammer time. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And you're no match for my brain. You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Welcome back to Mike Check Radio. This is Kenny Pick running the board until uh, Mr. Hebert. Well, I'll be running the board all night, but Mr. Hebert is on his way home. I think he's still on the phone. Adam, are you still in the car? Hey, where's Adam? Hey, what happened? I don't know. You anyway. got me. You're still stuck with me. Yeah, Miles is here. Miles uh, Lagan in uh, South Florida, Port St. Lucie. Again, I love saying it. Former home of James Buchanan, not the president, but my grandfather on my mom's side of the family. Uh, so been there, got a sand spur in my foot, came home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sand. Did you get to visit the beaches at all while you were here? Yeah, you know, I was a kid. We, it was just me, my mom, oh. and my step my step grandmother because my grandfather was in the hospital. My gra- step grandfather, she was a bastard. Okay, she was a horrible human being. Uh, but uh, but yes, uh, but anyway, yeah, I got to go to the beaches a little bit. But yeah, she was really mean, and it really wasn't like a pleasure trip. Just got to go to the beach once, and then you know, spent a lot of time in the hospital. Oh. And you know, but okay. uh, you know, it was what it was. It was many moons ago. Well over 30 years ago. Uh, and, of course, uh, Michelle Lagan in Port St. Lucie. Uh, of course, the Rogue DM. Uh, welcome back. Yes, I am here. Yeah, we used to come before we actually moved down here with my family. We used to come down like every winter or something and uh, stay in Jensen Beach, which is kind of like closer to the ocean than Port St. Lucie is. So, yeah, we, yeah, we would have... Had a lot to, of fun out there. Yeah, I'll have to talk to my mom and see if she remembers what beach it was we went to. She probably won't, um, because you know, again, it wasn't really a very pleasurable trip. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, Adam, are you back? It looks like he's gone off. Oh, of the he's calling. Uh, I'm getting a, a Skype call coming in. Yeah, me too. From, I'm going to cancel it out. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. So I think we just need to add Mr. Hebert back in, uh, if that's possible. 
but uh, but yeah, um, uh, no. It, what this is this will tell you how young I was. And uh, let me see, let me see. I got to see what year. I can tell you exactly what year it was that we were down there, um, because it was when. Um, okay, are you guys there? I'm here. I, uh, I'm that, here. I'm trying to get Adam back in, and I'm having difficulty with Skype somehow, some okay. way. Yeah, I keep getting Skype calls. So yeah. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to um, add us to his big thing. Yeah, he just needs to call individually. Uh, <laughs> there he know. is. There we Hi. go. There we <laughs> are. That all I know pump- is all. <laughs> all you I, know? I hit enough buttons like a like a like a rabid monkey until something worked. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's the Trump method, is what you're saying? The Trump method of radio. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I'm not in tidy whities So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, I can put a date on when uh, I was actually in Florida, because I think I would have been um, 12, no, 13. I would have been 13. I think I went down in 1984, because I took with me my Aquaman superpowers action figure. Oh, cool. Because I wanted to take him into the ocean. As you do. Yeah. So, and I did. Well, he could talk to fish. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> lose him either. So anyway, um, but uh, meanwhile, all right. Aquaman makes toast. Meanwhile, in Port. <laughs> Sa- <laughs> meanwhile, in Port St. Lucie. Um, yeah. I, I, I now that I know that that's Ted Knight, I can't not think of Ted Knight saying that. That is. So oh cool. yeah. It was for like a couple seasons. It wasn't the entire time, um, but um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we need to uh, get back to uh, as promised. Uh, there's some Dinesh D'Souza audio here that Adam uh, lovingly passed on to us. Uh, so, what the fuck is he talking about? He's okay. okay. I'm, uh, I'll help you set this up. Oh my god. He's 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 shilling for a new book he wrote that basically says liberals are fascists and conservative and conservatives are just me are are just victims of those evil mean liberals, which makes sense if you ignore the entirety of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just ignore all the facts. Yeah. <laughs> what a shill. Oh, I got a close. You know, door. so he basically goes to Fox because, of course. And he's basically accusing, he basically says, one, Hitler got all his ideas from liberals, from liberal Democrats, which is bullshit. And then he says liberals are the fascists. So basically, so basically, the Republican Party is the party of no you. That is literally the most coherent argument they have, is no, you are. I know you are, but what am I? You know, Dinesh D'Souza is a man who is so full of shit, his eyes are brown. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so here we go. Uh, Part one um, of his bullshit. Uh, I also point out three ideas that Hitler got, very destructive, genocidal ideas from the Democratic Party. So one of them... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped over part F. Hang on. Here, here's part F. I may have and, screwed and up on lettering. No, too. I did. I did. That was totally my fault. Here's part F. But where did the left, modern day left, get their fascination that instead 
President Trump is a fascist? Is this just them turning the tables? Well, yeah. Before World War II, the left admired Mussolini. They admired fascism. JFK had oh. nice things to say about Adolf Hitler. But after the war, when Nazism got stained with the Holocaust, with Auschwitz, then the left realized the progressives coming to power in the media, in academia, they go, we don't want this history to be known. Let's see if we can take fascism and move it from the left-wing column, where it's always belonged, into the right-wing column. <laughs> and so that's, what, that's the big lie. The big lie is the idea that fascism is a phenomenon of the right. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Authoritarianism. Communism was left, you stupid... Sh yeah, authoritarianism has Kenny nothing to do with uh, okay. with uh, right wing tactics. I I have to apologize. The um, I I did not mean to call the man stupid. The man isn't saying stupid things. He is a fraud. There's yeah. a big difference between being saying stupid shit and being an intentional liar. Mm -hmm. This man is a fraud. Yes. There. And, he, and here's the thing. He talks about. Uh, oh, oh, wait. That's the next clip. He, you know, this is historical revisionism at its finest, where he's basically the uh, Democrats loved Moose. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Even his best, uh, one of his best buddies, Glenn Beck, has admitted that fascism. You know, open. I'm sorry. It's not like you have to admit it. It's just a fact. He, it, Glenn Beck, acknowledges the fact that fascism is on the right-wing political spectrum because it is yeah i mean those those right-wing um liberals that are in the uh the neo-nazi kkk group is i'm pretty sure they're the liberals uh, side of america right Oh yeah, yeah. Living in Long Island says, uh, uh, "Who did the KKK Bernie, and the American, uh, American Nazi Bernie Party Crosses. endorse?" Bernie Crosses. That's a liberal thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But no. But just to finish my thought real quick, uh, uh, living in Long Island says, "Who did the KKK and American Nazi Party endorse?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <clears throat> so yeah, this uh, this whole uh, plan that Dinesh D'Souza has to blame. Nazism on the on the left sounds like a really crappy plan, but okay. Yeah. Dinesh D'Souza is a man. Every time I see this man and hear him talk, I'm just filled with this urge to club him like he was a baby fur seal. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no baby, no baby seals were harmed in the culmination of this audio. Um, no. <laughs> all right. Here's the here's part two about where Hitler totally got his ideas from. Uh, I also point out three ideas that Hitler got, very destructive, genocidal ideas from the Democratic Party. So one of them you mentioned, uh, Hitler is sitting in Landsberg prison. and uh, I want to pause it right there, and I want to put a dollar bet that he brings up Margaret Sanger. Let's I'll see. take that bet. We'll see. No, okay. wait, I can't. I know what, I know what happens. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, Hitler is sitting in Landsberg prison, and uh, he's frustrated because the British and the French have conquered large parts of Asia and Africa, and Hitler goes, there's nothing left for us. And then he says, wait a minute. In America, the Jacksonian Democrats drove the American Indians off their land, dispossessed them, enslaved them. He goes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw the Poles, the Slavs, the Eastern Europeans, the mm -hmm. Russians off their land. We'll resettle it with German families. If any of those guys remain, we'll enslave them. So Hitler got his blueprint for European, you may say, conquest in Europe directly from the Jacksonian Democrats. Hmm. No! 
Okay. Well, uh, well kind of. That, but, that right. I can't argue with. That is actually spot on because Democrats back in those days were the conservatives. Yeah. It's not just that, though. When's, uh, when's the last time you ever heard Andrew Jackson Lionites? Pretty much everyone, every serious scholar, left or right, agrees he was a really shitty president. Oh, yes. Trump loved no, him. No one... No Democrat is making excuses for Andrew Jackson. Uh, I'm fairly certain Trump recently was crowing how much he loved Andrew Jackson. Or he was comparing yeah, he himself to Andrew the Jackson. Civil War. We shouldn't have had it. Uh, but, the, but even if this guy, even, oh, I don't even, what's this, this asshat's name? Souza? Whatever. Dinesh he, D'Souza. 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 Well, all right. Even if he says that it's a he's he, he qualifies his statement by saying Jacksonian Democrat, but that's back in the day when the Democrats fought fiercely for slavery. That's slavery's not but, a liberal thing. But for conservatives, that's when history stops. Is you know when Democrats founded the KKK, they they stop history at that point because that if they go further, they have to admit we bl- we bled that bad blood out. And the Republicans said, "Sign us up for a blood transfusion, motherfucker. We'll take it." Yeah, I got a little little quote here. I want to read for Dinesh D'Souza. This is a, a story from Politifact. Uh, by Lewis Jacobson and Sarah Wachoff. It says, it says, what's up with Donald Trump and Andrew Jackson? And um, there's a quote here. It says, Trump is the first president to so openly admire and point to Jackson as a model and borrow so clearly and explicitly from the language of Jacksonian democracy, said J.M. Opal, an historian at McGill University and author of Avenging the People, Andrew Jackson, the Rule of Law in the American Nation. It has been more common for 20th century presidents to model themselves on recent leaders whom they personally knew. So, (laughs) so, um... I guess Trump uh, is like Hitler. <laughs> is that what Dinesh D'Souza is saying, Adam? And, and Hitler was a fascist conservative. Here, my here. what a tangled web we weave. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the proper term should probably be: Democrats have progressed. Republicans have regressed yeah yeah republicans have stopped being humans and have regressed neanderthal (laughs) yes and and thank and thank you again living on long Long island brought up something i meant to mention earlier is the you know let us not forget the southern strategy where you know lbj said we'd lose the south for a generation and democrats did lose the south for a generation because all of those conservative democrats who were Pro, uh, uh, you know, uh, bigotry, pro, uh, you know, um, segregation, uh, you know, and, and separate schooling and all that, uh, you know, they, they were not very pleased with Democrats progressing. I mean, the, the, the funny thing, the, the fucked up thing to me that, that Republicans do this all the time. They do it constantly. The word Democrat or Democratic Party or Republican or Republican Party, neither one of those are exclusive. Uh, you know, they, they, the, the definition of each one of those, yes, they are associated with liberalism or associated with conservatism, respectively. But the t- liberalism and conservatism are not mutually exclusive to each party. 
and especially not through the course of time. And as we know, time is not static. It moves, it changes, it flows like a mighty river. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. See what you do to me, Hebert? <laughs> I'm I'm evil. You get me I, waxing you know, waxing you ex- philosophical and swearing like a sailor man. What do you ex- what do you want from me? I'm evil. Evil! <laughs> oh, you know, uh, you, I I don't know. I'll, I'll think about what uh would uh, you know what I want that I want that new action figure you bought a while ago. Give me that. What? You got that kick-ass uh, anime action figure a while ago. I want that. Give me that. No, no I, I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, when oh, you get it, it, I want it. <laughs> what if I just get you one of your own? <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Uh, all right. I know. Well, let's let's get to the last one from Dinesh D'Souza. Your uh, new book called The Big Lie. It's your 16th book. You are a very 16. busy writer. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, what's interesting about this, and we were talking in the green room a little bit about it. Explain to me the connection between President Andrew Jackson and the Nazis. Well, the book uncovers a sort of secret history between fascism and the Democratic Party and the left. Uh, This is important because, as you know, uh, fascism is now the card that is played by the left against Trump. Trump is a fascist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Republicans are the party of fascism. I show that the opposite is true. Fascism has always been on the left. Um, Then why is Donald Trump worshipping quote-unquote leftist Andrew Jackson? That's an inconvenient thing, huh? I wonder if he if he wrote that chapter uh, before uh, Trump took office. I I suspect he he got his facts from the same place all conservatives do, straight up his ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So. See, uh, but this is. Go ahead. This is why. This is why you can't have a serious conversation with a conservative. They don't live in, you know, in reality. You know, they they create their own bubble and mm. they accuse liberals of living in a bubble. It's like, no, I live in reality, motherfucker. Yeah. Gordon- up is up. Down is down. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay has a uh, I, I got to play this Gordon Ramsay clip, a little smackdown for uh, um, the Sousa's ideas here. So the idea came from where I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. The, it, it, <laughs> this this Sousa guy, it, it's not that he has issues with uh, with reality and thinking rallies wrong. He's a shill. He's a flat out fraud, fraud lying. He knows what history is. He knows, and he's actively working to, uh, I think you used the word revisionize or something history. That's what he's doing. This isn't about just deluding himself that reality is something other than what it is. He's this, doing it this, to make this money. Shill. That's all. He just wants to make money off of it, and this is profitable for him. He's, so he will lie his ass off. Snugly inserted himself into the right-wing lie machine because he's um is he indian or something pakistani uh, uh, I, I, one of the one of the two originally yeah i mean he's an american citizen now yeah i know but he's yeah. like he's he, he's he's one of ours you know when the Re- republican party looks at like people like adam west mm-hmm. is that the right name alan 
Alan Al- West. Alan West. No, Adam West is definitely, <laughs> definitely the, the wrong one. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, I know. I, 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 Alan West was our congressman for a while. Trust me. I, I, oh, God. Anyway, but, you know, he he was one of those, you know, that, that so, obviously African-American, but he's one of ours. Oh, we love him. He's one of the good ones. Fuck him. And fuck this D'Souza guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I you know, like I said, Dinesh D'Souza is one of the few people I genuinely hate. He's one of the few people who, if I saw him getting shaken down in an alley, I would just, you know, give the guy a thumbs up and walk off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to break my phone out and video it. I'd be like, hey, you know, no, 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 there, there's no, there's I mean, no, uh, uh, what's it, the term called? Oh, Good Samaritan Law. Go ahead. It, 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 see, that's the thing is that's not enough for conservatives to just say, I disagree with you, and this is why. They have to go out of their way to drag you through the mud, to make you the scum of the earth, because that's the only way they can win. Facts are not on their side. Reality is not on their side. Life isn't on their side. It sucks to be a conservative because everything they've built is about to come crashing down. It's just a matter of someone finding that one Jenga block that's going to that's gonna bring everything down when they try to remove it, and it's over. It, it, it is going to be fun when uh, this uh, 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 ju- grand jury starts sifting through this evidence, and it's going to paint an ugly there- picture. They're already terrified. How do we know? Because they're whining like petulant children. You know, Sean Hannity, the, I don't, did you play that yet, Kenny? Yes. I, 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 yeah, I would know, play the that first. The Incredible Sulk. It's a, it's a witch. It's a fishing expedition. It's not a control. They want, you, can, you can tell they're terrified because they're crying like little children. I'm sorry. My nephew is a little child. So that's offensive to him. I mean... You can tell they're terrified. It it, it, it is definitely, and, and they're not thinking straight. I mean, well, thinking is a real, that's a real stretch to, to the, they just react. I like don't, I, Ju- that's it. Because when You're Junior right. just dumped his uh, emails, that was a panic moment. He was just not thinking out like, oh, this will fix the problem. <laughs> no, no, you are absolutely right. They don't think, they react. So if so, you that's why that's why they have such a visceral hatred of being challenged, you know it's like uh you know it, it's like that did we did you do the Dana Loesch thing yet? Not yet. Nope. Oh damn. Well, okay. <clears throat> or, or you know whenever you question them, it's like someone posted you know Armin loves post you know our friend, mutual friend Armin who Kenny I want to say again I genuinely like and respect and admire he's a good man. If you know Republican aside. And he loves posting all these things about how, you know, the Trump voters, you know, Democrats should should sympathize and empathize with us. We told you you were voting for the political, social, and economic equivalent of a fucking garbage fire, and you did it anyway because you knew it would piss people off. Mm. I, 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 the, the people that voted and they were saying like, oh, look, just let it all come crashing down and we'll rebuild it. And now, uh, uh, screw you. They, wa- they want sympathy and empathy. We told you you were making a mistake. We said, don't do this because you're going to regret it. You're going to look like a complete total moron. And then when you look like a complete total moron, you want, oh, they're there. 
it's okay. Nana will give you a hug and a Werther's. <laughs> yeah. No sympathy from here. None. You know, Kenny's known me for what? What? We've known each other for what, almost eight years. Kenny knows I don't do sympathy. I don't do empathy. I don't do microaggressions. I do macroaggressions. You, he does. <laughs> Bigly. We have Adam sign. <laughs> <laughs> Hebert sign. Uh, all right. Well, it's uh, looks like it's break time. So uh, we've got, there's another hour of this dreck. So. <laughs> did I, I didn't pack that much audio, did I? I thought it was only like 23 minutes. No, Is it's it not that bad. I, I'm, I, I meant the show, there's another hour of this dreck. Oh. I, I'm, I'm just saying, isn't that a drop that you have or yep. something? Yes. There's so. an, I, 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 yeah, there's another hour of this dreck. You know, the cuckoo yeah. sound. I think I've got that as soon as my box program opens up. Well. Bastard. Yeah. We we uh we cheered up the first hour of the show just chatting. Now, well, we, we got through the we got through the Hannity's we got through the Hannity stuff. I mean, we got up to clip H. That's something, right? Yeah, that, that's progress. Here's the clip you're asking about. There's a whole hour of this track. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Sunny straight as Pro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Yeah. The guy who likes to groom eyebrows immaculately. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. But still, there's a lot of this audio, and I, and I hope you're uh, uh, getting me uh, uh, getting me that. Uh, what, what was it? Pendragon action figure? You're going to buy me that, right? Uh, uh, Artoria Pendragon, a.k.a. Saber, a.k.a. King freaking Arthur. Right. That's my reward for suffering <laughs> yeah. through all this fucking audio uh i kid i will get you a, i a kid save. no 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 buy me the alien covenant figures i kid um so <laughs> uh, but all right let's go <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, hit the break we'll be right back with uh what again another hour of this direct right here on uh mike check radio with me mr hebert himself uh, miles and michelle so hang tight we'll be right back you're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Give me frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it there! How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! 
I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Welcome back to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This is Kenny Pick running the board, and now your host, Adam Hebert. Hello. It's so Hello. nice to Hello. <laughs> but uh, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks to everyone for holding things down. The good news is I have next weekend off, not just the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. That's, how'd you swing that? It, it's my Christmas miracle four months early, I think. Wow. There you go. Hey, we got some other people on the line with us, too. That that is right. I, yes. Uh, well. Well. Uh, anyway, also joining us out of the uh, great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM herself, Michelle Legon. Michelle Legon. <laughs> take take two. I'm sorry. I, I I double turn off my mic just to make sure it's turned off because I don't want a repeat of what happened two weeks ago. So <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready to go. And I've been talking into the mic for the past 30 seconds. Yay! Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And also joining us on Port St. Lucie, Florida, the man, the legend, Miles Lagon. Yeah, that guy. And I'm nibbling on some of these sriracha cashews. They are tasty. Ooh. Oh, wow. And, mm, and nice. yeah, you know, uh, and we my w- good friend, oh. mentor. Kenny Pick. Yeah, so I kind of introduced myself, so that's good. Uh, but um, but you know what? We, uh, I'm telling you what. I'm I think I'm hooked on sriracha ketchup because Susan just whipped up some the other day. We had uh, some uh, some chicken nuggets and fries, <laughs> and <laughs> damn, she made some amazing honey mustard too with some uh, spicy brown mustard and some some really good uh, fancy pants local honey. Ooh man, it was good. Sriracha I usually sriracha ketchup. I like sriracha. Yeah. That is a nice pepper. Oh, yeah, I like it, too. Oh, and by the way, for my chili-making needs down the road, I just bought a bag of dried, um, oh, what are the smoky kind of peppers? Um, smoky? Oh, poblanos? Oh. N- no, not poblanos. Um, it's the ones that everybody, all, all the, the hip chefs use now, and I can't remember what it is. Um, I'll find it. I'll, I'll, play, or? No, no, it's, um, hmm, God. I can't. I can't remember. Uh, just brain fart. But anyway, I'm going to start trying to make my own chili powder because we have this party coming up that we might go to, called Granger Danger. Our friends Sugar and Pete, my former bandmates, do this party every year, and they have a chili contest. So I think I'm going to make my venison chili, um, and uh, see if I can win a prize. Sounds yummy. You I'm are pretty hot sauces. Thank you, Adam. I, I do I do make a damn good chili, though. I got to tell you that my Frito pies are out of sight. Oh. Anyway, sorry to derail with the f- conversation of food. No, 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 no. I, no, that well, was my uh, fault. The only diff- <laughs> the only issue I have is you're making me hungry. Yes. You're so. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, well, Adam, uh, the where we uh, we are now on letter I of your audio. I for uh, intense pain. Yes. <laughs> I I for I can't believe this guy is allowed anywhere near two hundred miles of the White House. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, St- yeah, Stephen St- Miller and Jim Acosta, the big showdown the other day on immigration. Yes. Yeah. So do you uh, want to give, give any more setup? You know, no, other than you know, I I love how Jim Acosta just isn't letting this go. I mean, he's he you know he's kicking ass and taking names, and he's not gonna. And when we get to the third clip, I have some thoughts about uh, the esteemed Mister Miller. Um, Oh, yeah, uh, and I'll tell you what uh, I, I have some thoughts on uh, 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 Mother Tucker Carlson. Um, he needs kicked in the stink hole after what he said about uh, the poem, uh, the Lazarus poem on the base of the Statue of Liberty. Seriously, but uh, anyway, I, I get, yeah, <laughs> you got you, you'll you'll get no argument from you on that. <laughs> You're okay like I with said, Tucker? Me, you know. Yeah. Tucker is what? Uh, you know, there's a reason why I call him Schmucker. Yes. He's this a- is one weird mamma jamma. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Frank. Uh, here we go. Uh, Stephen Miller versus Jim Acosta on the Statue of Liberty and the true spirit of American acceptance of immigrants. I will take one actual last question on the subject of hand. So I will give yes. Uh, what you're proposing, or what the president is proposing here, does not sound like it's in keeping with American tradition when it comes to immigration. The Statue of Liberty says, "Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free." Doesn't say anything about speaking English or being able to uh, compute, uh, be a computer programmer. Uh, aren't you trying to change what it means to be an immigrant? coming into this country if if you're telling them uh, you have to speak English? Uh, Can't people learn how to speak English when they get here? Well, first of all, right now it's a requirement that to be naturalized you have to speak English. So the notion that speaking English wouldn't be a part of our immigration systems would be actually very ahistorical. Secondly, I don't want to get off into a whole thing about history here, but the Statue of Liberty is a symbol of liberty enlightening the world. It's a symbol of American liberty lighting the world. The poem that you're referring to that was added later is not actually part of the original Statue of Liberty, but more fundamentally, the history, they, but more fundamentally, you're saying the that history. That does not represent I'm saying that I'm the saying that the notion. I'm saying the notion that the. Con- I'm saying the notion. I'm sorry. No, Jim. Like, like, let me ask you a question. That sounds like some uh, national park revisionism. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> oh. Nice. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wow, and and you notice how he qualified by saying, "Oh well, you got being speaking English is part of the naturalized citizen thing." Yeah, but you can still immigrate to America not speaking English, and you earn your citizenship by learning the language. I mean, what the, the, they just want to skip that part and just go, "No, nope, you're not allowed in at all." Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, sorry, Trojan Rabbit. The, uh, the some of Adam's audio is coming through really light. I tried to amplify it, but it, we just gotta crank up the the volume. But yeah, Caitlin Chris says count your blessings that the clip is low. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, and boom goes the dynamite. I got that queued up. Uh, oh, by the way, ancho chilies. They're ancho chilies is what I bought today. So uh, heat scale four. Three dollars for a giant bag of them too. That's so cheap. So anyway, um, yeah. So uh, so again, my apologies that uh, I, I don't think I can do anything um, to boost the audio. Uh, 
within this no i, I really can't um so uh yeah but anyway we're just gonna have to roll along and get to uh part j Try. part j was stands for jerk Stephen Miller, jerk. Yes. Now, what I'm asking you is, Statue of Liberty Jim, has always Jim, been let me a ask you a question. Of hope to the world, Jim, for people to say, Jim, do you believe to this country? Jim, and they're not always going to speak Jim, English, Stephen. Jim, they're not do you believe? Going to be highly skilled. They're not always. Jim, going to be Jim, so Jim, I, I appreciate your speech. Hmm. Jim, I appreciate your speech. So let's let's talk about this. It was a, it was a modest Jim, let's talk about this. In 1970, when we let in 300,000 people a year, was that violating or not violating the Statue of Liberty law of the land? In, 19, in the 1990s, when it was half a million a year, was it violating or not violating the Statue of Liberty law of the land? Was it violating? When it was 700,000 a year, no, tell me what years, tell me what years, tell me what years meet, tell me what years meet Jim Acosta's definition of the Statue of Liberty poem, law of the land. So you're saying a million a year is the Statue of Liberty number. 900,000 violates it, 800,000 violates it. You're, you're sort of bringing a Jim. press one for English philosophy here to Jim. immigration, and that's never for Jim. what the United States has been about, Steve. That I mean, you're, but you're also, you're, you're... All right. Um, so this, this whole argument here with uh, Miller saying, you know, uh, well, just, you know, kind of diminishing the idea, the sentiment, the spirit of America with, you know, what it says on the Statue of Liberty... This this coming from a party who wept tears of blood because President uh, Ob because President Obama didn't wear a flag pin one time. Flag uh, pins arguably yeah. have a lot less to do with the spirit of America than what's written at the base of the Statue of Liberty. I mean, in Tucker Carlson, uh, he said on his show the other day. Um, he's like, oh, apparently we have to take poetry lessons now. And it's like, um, fuck you. What, do you. what about, I don't know, uh, you know, don't you guys all get pissed off when some asshole fucks up the national anthem? That's no just kidding. a poem. That's a poem set to music. You know? I mean, you know, the the Stars and Stripes Forever is another, you know, uh, a song that, uh, you, you know, we rejoice in the, the spirit of America because of that. Or, again, just with a simple act of waving the flag, you know, or saying the Pledge of Allegiance. If somebody doesn't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance, you freak out. Again, that's, you know, a, 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 a mantra, a chant, not far from a poem. So, you know, what's written at the base of the Statue of Liberty absolutely has so much to do with the foundation of our country and the spirit of what our, our nation stands for. So these freaks who want to just blow it off and say, oh, 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 well, that's not policy. I got a finger for you. Well, and let me point out something that makes this kind of personal for me, that under trump's proposal my great-grandparents wouldn't have been allowed to emigrate emigrate to to america mm -hmm. because my grandfather you know the the world war ii marine the guy who killed nazis and who would hesitate yeah. to kick a conservative's ass if they mouthed off to him uh he he and his brothers were the first generation of brandies to speak english in other words if this policy had been in effect you know during the ellis island era i would not be here right now yeah 
Well, and you know, I I, I don't know if I've ever t- discussed this with you, but I've talked about it on my show. But my great grandfather, step great grandfather, I I'm unfortunately I don't have any Italian blood that I know of. Um, but my step great grandfather, Constante Grossi, was an immigrant from Italy, and you know he left fascist Italy to come fight against uh, Nazis and uh, you know uh, fascist Italians, uh, and took a the bullet through. Fascist. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he took um, yeah liberal fascists, um, and and he took a bullet through the it entered in the uh, it, it, it it through his cheek, took out the roof of his mouth in his rear teeth, and exited, and he had a steel plate in his mouth uh, to keep it from in his description when he told me about it. He's like, yeah, I got a steel plate up there, and he'd stick his thumb in his mouth and tap it. You know, you couldn't hear it, but and and he's and he'd look at me and he'd smirk and he'd say, keep my brains from hanging down into my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can't think of it. And uh, and yeah, so so but yeah so so again this is somebody who immigrated to this country um and he probably knew a little english when he got here but you know not much kenny uh when we when we're ready to get to go to the next clip do you mind if i take a stab at playing it to see if we get better results uh no not at all yeah because uh, it, it, it should come through uh, it'll come through over skype absolutely so uh do yeah, you do, do you have it as normal do you do you have it yeah. set up right now yeah, and amplified. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, yeah, because right. I, I got all my sliders uh, maxed. But, yeah, so part K? Yeah, because I can up, if I have to, I can up the, you know, the, uh, the let me try, I'm going to put it, yeah, I've got part K already, and I want you guys to pay attention to how Stephen Miller words this, because he uses a phrase that a certain dictator was fond of using. And, and no, it's not Hitler. So here we go. Obtain a green card at some point. They do it through a lot of hard work. And yes, they may learn English as a second language later on in life. So, but, but this, yeah. whole, this whole notion of, well, they could learn, you know, they have to learn English before they get to the United States. Are we just going to bring in people from Great Britain and Australia? Jim, as actually, I have to honestly say, I am shocked at your statement that you think that only people from Great Britain and Australia would know English. It's actually, it reveals your cosmopolitan uh, bias to a shocking degree that in your mind, no, this is an amazing, this is an amazing moment. I I just, this is classic conservative. I'm not racist, you're racist. I just want to keep them from coming here. You think they're too stupid to learn English. Wow. Uncanny. You know, fuck him. I mean, it, this is classic conservative. Again, the party of no you. Fuck him. You know, apparently conservatism wow. is the philosophy of kindergarten students. And can you remember that I worked for three years in in, in an elementary school with kindergartners? I know what of which I speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I wanted, I do want to chime in on what Acosta said there because I think it was worded poorly, but I understood what he was saying. You know, it's like, oh, so you yeah. only want people coming in for, but you know, and that's the argument that we we never hear. It's like, oh, we want a wall, we want a border wall with Mexico, but nobody ever talks about one with Canada. Yes, and, and yeah, you're right. He could have worded it better. 
because he forgot the golden rule of debating with a conservative. If you give these people anything, they will twist it yeah. into something completely unrecognizable because they are shamelessly dishonest assholes. They're pricks. Yeah. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Jim Acosta. I think he's a tremendous journalist, and he is such a thorn in the side to the Trump cult. Um, it, you know, it, it's it easily forgiven. Um, you know, it, it was reductive what he said, uh, but uh, you know, it was unintentional. It was absolutely unintentional. You know, uh, it's just the frustration with the you know the answers and the abrasiveness and the ugliness that's coming out of this administration that goes against the true spirit of America. And that's what Jim Acosta was talking about. His point was still valid though, just because he names two countries that more commonly speak English. There are other countries to be sure, but his point is still valid. Yeah. Agreed. But the thing is, the thing is that under this proposal of Trump's, you have to be fluent in English to be allowed to, to emigrate, not to get a, not to get, you know, not to get a citizenship, not to be naturalized, just to come here. Something that's never been done before. I have no problem requiring English a, a, as a prerequisite to get citizenship. You know, if I were to move to Japan in order to get citizenship, which is insanely hard, I would be expected to be fluent in Japanese. So that is a fair requirement of citizenship. But I'm not expected to be completely fluent in Japanese in order to live there for an extended period of time if I so choose. Yeah. Amen. All right. Here we go. This is an amazing moment that you think only people from Great Britain or Australia would speak English is so insulting to millions of hardworking immigrants who do speak English from all over the world. Jim, have you honestly, Jim, have you honestly never met a an immigrant from another country who speaks English outside of Great Britain and Australia? Is that your personal experience? Of course there are people who come But that's not what you said. And it shows it shows your cosmopolitan bias. And I just want to say fuck engineer. All right, so he used the phrase cosmopolitan bias. Uh-huh. And, and that basically originates from, drumroll please, Joseph Stalin. Hey! Who would basically say anyone who didn't agree with him, you know, his decisions was doing sort of cosmopolitan bias. Yeah, and you know if somebody if they that's that's red meat for the Trump cult right there. Yeah, the goddamn cosmopolitans out there trying to yeah, take away cosmo- my beer money. Cosmopolitan, cosmopolitan equals urban equals black. Yeah, yeah, that's Ugh. true. Or brown and Jim Acosta. I'm fairly certain the name Acosta isn't uh, you know uh, super Anglo. Uh, not likely. Not likely. All right. All right. Uh, where's L? Um, oh, there it is. All right. Don't. L for loser. I, I, yeah, Stephen Miller, huge loser, racist. I mean, this guy's just. And again, he he. It's like. He's got the insanity of Alex Jones and the <laughs> smug ass holishness of Tucker Carlson wrapped into one big asshole package. Yes, fun fact Tucker Carlson and Stephen Miller share the same stink hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Here we go. Next cut. Here, the racial and ethnic flow of people into this country. Yeah, that is one of the most outrageous, insulting, ignorant, and foolish things you've ever said. And for you, that's still a really the the notion that you think that this is a racist bill is so wrong and so insulting, Jim. The reality is, is that the foreign-born population into our country has quadrupled since 1970. That's a fact. It's been mostly driven by green card policy. Now, this bill allows for immediate nuclear family members to come into the country, much as they would today, and then it adds an additional points-based system. The people who've been hurt the most, the people who've been, the people who've been, the people who've been, the people who've been hurt the most by the policy you're advocating. Are what policy am I apparently just unfettered, uncontrolled migration. The people have been hurt the most by the policy. The people have been hurt the most by the policy. So notice what he did here too. Again, classic conservatism. Again, twisting what he said. Apparently, you're advocating for unlimited, unchecked immigration. No, you can be for a compassionate immigration system and not be for let. Let's just let everyone in. See, that's the thing, is that with conservatives, it's black or white. It's one or the other. They don't do shades yeah. of gray. They don't do subtlety. They, they can't they understand. The what, what was it that they said about the, the Manhunters and the Justice League cartoon, Kenny? They don't understand the, sub, the subtle striations between good and evil. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one or the other, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's one or the other. It's what you know. So again, this is why you cannot have a rational, fruitful discussion with a conservative. I don't have them. I rip into them. <laughs> I embarrass the daylights out of them with facts you know, and logic. Well, but the problem is they don't feel embarrassment. They're sociopaths. Mm-hmm. If they felt embarrassment, we wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. Well, it, it does take practice to argue with them and bring up facts that uh, make them counter. When you ask the question properly and their answer will make them prove their prove themselves wrong. Well, yes. Facts, facts are facts to a conservative are what holy water and a cross are to a vampire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So. Oh. I, you know, like I said, I mean, this guy is an asshole, and the fact that this guy is basically dictating our immigration policy because Schittler can't, do, you know, I don't know if you guys read the article, He, you know, like, it's coming out of the White House. He has a, an infantile attention span. Oh, yeah. You know, is that this good? Is, you know, this guy, this guy is, gonna, you know, so he basically, whatever Steve Bannon tells him to do is what he does. Whatever Stephen Miller tells him to do is what he does. When Steve Bannon's mouth isn't full, that is. I'd like to think he has the attention span like a goldfish. (laughs) Oh, come on. Did you guys get that? Did you get that? When Steve Bannon's mouth isn't full? Yes. Yes. But, you know, don't insult goldfish like that. Come on. The aristocrat. I'm sorry. Sweet, if you're trying to say something, you're my Kenny, Kenny, you are bad, bad, bad. (laughs) (laughs) See, that was the reaction I wanted. That was the reaction I wanted. Uh, Remember, (laughs) we don't talk about that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, last night she was laughing on the other side of the house, but her mic was off. (laughs) I I try to think about, I I try to think about Steve Bannon and and Otto Felicio as little as possible. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, if anybody hasn't listened to the podcast from last night, it's up now. Um, uh, but it, it got filthy last night. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was like, I was grinning ear to ear. I was being like was, a lunatic. Mom was like, I'm calling. I am calling the insane asylum. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. No, here's the thing about here's the thing about Steve Bannon. I pointed this out before. Steve Bannon looks like the guy your parents warn you not to take candy from if you didn't want to end up on on a milk carton. Yeah. He's the I'm guy your yeah, or he's the older kid that when you were in high school your parents were like just stay away from him, but he always wanted to buy you beer. He's not a healthy looking man. I no. I hate to say that, but he just does not look oh, healthy. Oh no. No, no. Yeah. You know? he, he and Trump, uh, their constitution has to be uh, like, I guess, uh, I don't know. What, what's, a, what's a really poor constitution uh, uh, DM, rogue DM? One? Five. <laughs> five. Five is Zero. Five's pretty, pretty bad. Okay. Five's pretty bad. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. They have a constitution of one. All right. Well, well break point time. Five. Point five. Break time, everybody. Um, uh, Adam, do you have a, a request uh, that you'd like to hear tonight? Well, what we what we did? You did a True of Destroy, True of Not yeah. Destroy. Yeah, actually, I, I played the original version of True of Destroy, which was weird. Do you want me to? Do you want me to play a, a, a never played Hairwolf song or Dad of Rock song? Um, Rock Turkey. Yeah. Yes. So I I actually uh, yeah because I have the flash drive in that has uh, all that shit on it right now. So let me. Uh, let me just go ahead and get into the um, the glide, and uh, and yeah. while you get prepared, I think we'll stop yeah. after the with audio after the Dana Loesch article because I want to go over some stories that don't have audio go with them, including one related to Sharknado. Oh boy! Oh, I think I know oh. what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Let's just All say right. it, they uh. both they, these these three stories involve our our clown dictator. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, oh my. So, uh, and it gives yeah. me an excuse to premiere my new jingle for, for Schittler. So that's always a plus. There you go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and uh, play something from the Sousa sessions when uh, our friend John Sousa recorded us. We were called the Dad of Rock at this point. Um, I think we're going to, oh, yeah, Action Adventure. I don't think you've ever heard this song. It's, it's a very, got a very, very weird, uh, um, Oh, progression of notes. A lot of notes, actually. Uh, lots of power chords here. But yeah, um, this is uh, making fun of the action-adventure genre. That's why it's called action-adventure. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break uh, and come back with lots more Mike Check Radio right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What is he was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Listen to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern for three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. This is what comedian and talk show host John Fugelsang has to say about Turn Up the Night. You guys really walk a good line of having it be really collegial and really having a, a show that, you know, blends the uh, intelligence with the irreverence, which is the hardest balance to pull off. Still not convinced you should listen to Turn Up the Night? Well, listen to what legendary writer, actor, and comedian Rick Overton has to say. I just don't think we can use the mainstream news for much anymore. I'm, I'd much rather go to you than to CNN for anything. You know, I would trust what my friends have to say more. Well, who can argue with that? Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is Enemy. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Superpowers, got any? Well, um, I can eat my own weight in ding-dongs. Uh, I can turn red traffic lights green just by staring at them. And I can do an oil painting with my butt. That's enough to get you on this show. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Welcome back to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. This is Kenny Pick, and I'm about to announce everybody and their brand new, their, their newly minted superpowers. Adam Hebert, of course, can inflict pain with the sonic screams of Republicans in the form of audiophiles. Right? Adam? Uh-oh. To hit my, uh, yes, yes. Yes, I know. You yes. forgot to hit your, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Michelle Lagan can put a fine, fine-pointed uh, uh, brush to a tiny little figure and give it the depth and in, in texture of a full-grown entity. <laughs> and Miles Lagan. Yes, and Miles Lagan, can, he can cast a, a, a space door and make a diorama with blood spatters on it in a single bound. Well, I did hear you uh, test... Yes, and- yeah, I did hear you. You did several several bounds on the blood spatter, but that's good. Yeah, well, practice makes perfect, and I can change tails into fish hooks. That's right. <laughs> uh, or change change hooks. Yes. Or well, you know, hey, maybe he could change them back too. 
That's just how good he is. So there we go. There's the there's the new uh, superpowers for everybody. I'm sorry I botched yours, Michelle, but uh, I was trying to say it as eloquently and, and dynamic as possible. But yes, she's great at painting miniatures, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. So, but uh, all right, uh, Mr. Hebert. Uh, apparently, this is something that um, uh, <laughs> we uh, that the Rain actually. I'm going to keep this audio because Rain wanted to talk about it on Tuesday. But you wanted to talk about uh, Dana Loesch. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Feel free to keep it because. Oh, I will. You know the. You it's know, mine. It's I mean, mine now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, Dana Loesch. I mean, again, she's on the list of people I genuinely hate. Oh, and, she's so you know, vile. And, and I'm so, I'm so sick and tired. Well, I'm just let's just, just at the end of her. We the people have had it. We've had it with your narratives, your propaganda, your fake news. We've had it with your constant protection of your Democrat overlords, your refusal to acknowledge any truth that upsets the fragile construct that you believe is real life. And we've had it with your pretentious tone deaf assertion that you are in any way truth or fact-based journalism. Consider this the shot across your proverbial bow. We're going to fisk the New York Times and find out just what deep rich means to this old gray hag, this untrustworthy, dishonest rag that has subsisted on the welfare of mediocrity for one, two, three more decades. So she's talking about conservative talk, right? Uh, I mean, in this equation, in this equation, she's the hag, right? I wish. Anyway, let's. Yeah. We're going to laser focus on your so called honest pursuit of truth. In short, we're coming for you. So, again, I love when these conservatives get all mantra. Oh, we're coming for you. Put down your gun and face me like a man. Like, you know, like the coward you are. We all know you're a coward. We all know you can't even go to the fucking grocery store without a gun. Yeah, and it, the the one thing that Rain pointed out in here is, well, they're saying that Dana Loesch said we're going to fisk. She claims they, that they're going to fisk the New York Times. Sure sounded like fist, the NR, Maybe the, the New York Times. Maybe she meant frisk. Maybe she meant frisk. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. This is this is a threat. This is proof that people people like Dana Loesch are members of a terrorist organization. The NRA is a terrorist group, and it is time for them to be treated like the domestic terrorists that they are. Yeah. They are just so. Ugh. You know, and, and like I said, we all know people like Loesch, they're cowards. They're cowards. She doesn't have the guts to face anyone unless she's packing heat. Yeah. Uh, I hate these people. She's just so vile. I mean, you know, just her yeah. delivery and, and, you know, we the people. Fuck you. You're saying, you know, you, oh, you're Democrat overlords or whatever the fuck you're saying. Guess what? Democrats, we're part of the we the people thing, right? 
we're we're part of the we the people who are concerned about um your crazed lunatic that you all support who is uh you know going to you know we the borscht drinkers um in, in russia you know we we the people are actually concerned that there was uh, there's there's a huge huge problem um, with uh, this current administration and all the cultists who support him, so you know. Uh, but yeah, her her fucking her her nasty delivery. Oh man. This, well, I mean, this, when did this? You know, I mean, this they've cemented the fact that the NRA is nothing but a right wing outlet. Just nothing but that. Well, here's the thing: is that this just shows how terrified she and the other conservatives are. They know they're about to lose everything you know if trump goes down i guarantee you they're going to lose gorsuch he's going to be forced to either resign or he's going to be rendered worthless somehow and they're terrified because they know that they lose the supreme court they lose citizens united they lose heller they lose the decision that gutted the the voting rights act they lose everything that they've built their house of cards on and so she's lashing out she's angry yeah. And I'm okay with that because guess what? It's only a matter of time before she fucks up because when people get angry, they fuck up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean yeah. she she yeah, she's she's a horrible horrible human being. You know, she's the one that said, "Oh, I you know, she she would drop trow and urinate uh, and take pictures uh of her her and soldiers pissing on defeated enemies." Just to you know, demoralize them and make more enemies. Oh wow! Yeah, but remember, remember that? I'm the bad guy for saying yeah. But remember, I'm the bad guy for saying that if I saw her being roughed up in an alley, I'd just continue on my way. I'm the bad guy for that. It's okay for well, her to threaten people. It's okay for her to th- you know make you know not even veiled threats. Let's just come what they are threats. Threats with you know threats of lethal violence. It's okay yeah. for her to do that. But if I say, you know what, I went piss on her to put her out as she was on fire. Oh my God! Well, you know you that's the thing. Liberal bastard. No, that, that's the thing though. Is is you know you would. You know if you saw somebody in danger and you could help, you would. You know you wouldn't. I, I'm you wouldn't. Be honest, you wouldn't. Penny, I don't you wouldn't, think I would help her. I you wouldn't do a double take to make sure it was Dana Loesch. No, seriously. I mean, but that's the thing. You have a conscience. You 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 know you're a good person. They on the other hand would they would step over somebody with a gunshot wound just to get to the you know Starbucks and get a cup of coffee. So for them to be you know I mean all these rich um, you know conservatives and, and pundits and talking heads and politicians and everything that claim to be for the little guy that claim to be you know not the uh, the met, claim to not have a metropolitan bias. These people would, you know, they're the ones who wouldn't, you know, piss on you to put you out if you were on fire. They're the ones, you know, us, you know, I know you say it, you, you, you say it because you're angry and everything, but I know you and I know us and I know, you know, what, what it is to have a conscience. And if you saw somebody in danger, you wouldn't check to see who they were. If you could help, you would, you know? Well, I appreciate your faith in me, Kenny. Well, yeah, that's all right. 
So uh, with that, you know, like I said, and of course, like I said, the the uh, the audio is yours because I suspect. But uh, all right, well, okay, we got about fifteen minutes left. I think we have enough time to go over this because we got some great stuff. So let's talk about uh, the guy. I, I don't. I'm not going to call him by his title. Let's just talk about Schindler. No puppet. States, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear. You won't admit. No, you're that the, the said, I'm going to bomb the shit out of him. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. I move her like a bitch. No politician in history has been treated worse or more unfairly. This guy, oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. I go, oh, maybe that's what I said. I'm really not a bad person, by the way. I do get good ratings, you have to admit that. But I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. Nuclear holocaust would be like no other. Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. I said she doesn't have the stamina. Hong Kong goes the truck. Hong Kong goes the truck. Oh, wow. I think it's going to need a little bit of tweaking in terms of the, the volume. But there we go. That's that's. What, was that actually him? Ama- was that actually him saying Hong Kong goes the truck? No, no, no. That was uh, okay. the guy from the president show. But okay, I figured that okay. was the funny. That was I figured that was a funny, you know, end to it. But oh, yeah. yeah, I call it. So I'm going to call this segment the greatest American zero. Yes. Bingo. <laughs> All right. This again. No, no audio to to back this up. But uh, this the the comedy. This is comedy gold, Kenny. Okay. Trump threatened to shut down filming of Sharknado three because he didn't get cast as the president. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think he realizes if he had done that, he'd be hailed as an American hero. Wow. Yeah, really, really. The Hill reported on Wednesday that Sci-Fi Channel's David Latt revealed that Trump agreed to play the president of Sharknado 3, but in the end went with Dallas Mavericks owner and hedge fund billionaire Mark Cuban. Um. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter quoted Lat as saying Trump was thrilled about the possibility of playing the president in the movie series, which is typically uh, which typically features a number of celebrity appearance and pop culture in jokes. The Donald said yes. Lat said he was thrilled to be asked. Uh, as production time approached, however, Trump's lawyer Mike Cohen and t- uh, contact team and told him they didn't want the film to interrupt with the possibility of an actual run for president. The company then offered the role to Cuban, sparking an angry reaction from Trump's team. Then we went. Then we immediately heard for Trump's lawyer said that he basically said, "How dare you! Donald wanted to do this. We're going to show you. We're going to show shut the entire show down." <laughs> yes. Oh, the horror. Uh, he would have still had Ann Coulter as his vice president in the movie, which made it even worse. <laughs> yeah, and, and I still say, you know, how can you have Ann Coulter in your shark disaster movie and not have her eaten by a shark? Yeah, oh, seriously, this whole thing. Is this real life? <laughs> I mean, but again, can you imagine, I mean, like I said, if he managed to get Sharknado 3 shut down, I mean, I would have probably voted for him. No, not seriously. No, no. Hey, Sharknado 3 has some redeeming qualities. It, yeah, it didn't, it didn't have Trump in it. <laughs> there you oh, <yeah>. go. 
Just, yes. just like you know, Joffrey has redeeming qualities. He's not Trump. Well, you yes. know, Ben Shapiro had a had a great pitch for uh, a Trump movie series. I think Donald Trump's a turd tornado. Yeah. So. <laughs> turd tornado. <laughs> turd tornado. That's funny. But uh, yeah, uh, I just I love this because you you kind of you know I'm a sucker for skin painingly bad movies. Yeah. And I actually thought of a good name for a, a, a movie riffing group. What do you think of the name Snarknado? That's not bad. It's not no, bad. No, that's not bad at all. Oh, and by yeah. the way, by the way, if anybody has um, stars uh, right now, or you can probably find it on YouTube, there is a movie uh, that I watched the other day that is so riffable, so amazing, starring Dirk Benedict and Reb Brown. Huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Reb Brown, as in lump beef broth? Uh, uh, Reb Brown, who played Captain America, right? And who was in Space Mutiny. And was in Space Mutiny. And Dirk Benedict, of course, who was uh, the original Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica and Face on the A-Team. Um, the, uh, mov- yes. the movie title? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Oh yes, yes. S yes, with yes. three. I'm sorry, seven S's in the in the the trailer for it's great. Don't say it. Hiss it. <laughs> that would be a good mystery. You know, if Mystery Science Theater gets screenlit for season twelve, they should get the oh. movie. Oh, they should. Red it's Brown is actually. It's so bad, it's good. It's one of those movies. It's it's really so bad, it's good. You just, you know, oh. but I'll tell you what. This movie features a lot of actual real live snakes, and it's kind of terrifying in that respect because it shows some close close ups of king cobras, and of course they have the snakes make noises throughout the film. <laughs> like there's a boa constrictor that's like the the goofy you know fun you know pet of the of the mad scientist, and every and it'll just go like ah eh ah, and it's like no boa constrictors do not have vocal cords to make those noises. <laughs> And the, and the King Cobra every once in a while goes like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, but no, Red Brown, and I will say this: Red Brown has been, you know, very kind towards Mystery Science Theater. You know, yeah. and again, a lot of people have had antagonistic relationships because they thought they were just mean. Like Joe Don Baker threat, supposedly threatened to beat them up. It's like, yeah, you try that, <laughs> Mister Baker. And I mean, the guy. I mean. Don't get me wrong. You know he's shown he can be a good actor given the right script and director, but we're talking about a B movie actor who is clearly overweight, and he thinks he could take on <laughs> three. You know, uh, you know Mike Nelson, Kevin Murphy, and Bill Corbett. I hey, uh, a quick question but, from the chat: uh, Living on Long Island uh, uh, asks, uh, "Who here has bought the MST3K DVD sets? You you bought them, right, Adam?" Uh, yes, I've I've I haven't bought all of them. Um, I've bought several of them, and uh, unfortunately, the one that comes out in this November looks to be like it's going to be the last one. There are about twelve episodes where the people who own the rights to them refuse the budge. Yeah, and I don't get that. I mean, if if this is the only way someone's going to see your movie, why would you say no? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah really. I, I mean, it's just it's just petulant childish behavior that you know they made a couple of funny jokes at your expense so you're you know i i don't care if no one ever sees my shitty movie yeah 
Uh, oh, Caitlin you know. Chris says, is this one of those, mo- those? of course Adam has moments that, that you've seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, only, we don't have much left, but I, I want to end. We may go a little over because I just got something great. You know, well, we started five minutes late, so uh, and I'm, uh, I can go a little bit long, but not too long. All right. Well, let's go over these. So uh, Quinnipiac released some new polls, poll numbers like recently. Yeah. They're not they're not good. Oh, no. Uh, do you approve of the way Donald Trump is handling his job as. <clears throat> yeah. Approve 33 percent. Disapprove, 61%. Don't know, 5%. How can you... (laughs) And watch Adam burst the blood vessel. (laughs) Ask him anything about the Kardashians and they'll know the answer. Wow. (laughs) Is your opinion of Donald Trump favorable, unfavorable, or haven't you heard enough about him? What the fuck? They don't know enough about him because he's no longer on The Apprentice. That, that is favorable, 34%. Oh. Unfavorable, 61%. Haven't heard, 2%. <laughs> Apparently their head was in their butthole. <laughs> Are you generally optimistic or pessimistic about the next few years with Donald Trump? Optimistic? Forty-three percent pessimistic. Fifty-three percent don't know. Four percent. How can you still be on the fence eight months in? You dumb bastard! Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> You're welcome. Would you say that Donald Trump is honest or not? Yes, thirty-four percent. No, sixty-two percent. Don't know. Five percent. You guys are total robes. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> uh, you set him up, I'll knock him down. <laughs> All right. Would you say that Donald Trump has good leadership skills or not? Yes, 34%. No, 63%. Don't know, 3%. You're mental, aren't you? <laughs> Political science theater. All right. Uh, would you say that Donald Trump cares about average Americans or not? Yes, 39%. No, Fifty-nine percent. I'm I'm okay with don't know, and two percent. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Would you say that Donald Trump is level-headed? <laughs> oh boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Twenty. Yes. Twenty-six percent. It's that high. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Seventy-one percent. Don't know. Three percent. Big hunk of inbred love. <laughs> now these are the these are the question. This is I don't get these answers to these this question. Would you say that Donald Trump is a strong person or not? Fifty eight percent yes, thirty nine percent no. Followed up by, would you say that Donald Trump is intelligent or not? Fifty five percent yes, forty two percent no. Hmm. All right. This this is going to be this uh, okay. Do you feel proud to have Donald Trump as president? Proud? 26%. Oof. Embarrassed? 54%. Nice. 
neither 20%. What the fuck is wrong so with tell you me, people? What's it like living in a constant haze of stupidity? <laughs> you You're welcome. Do you think that Donald Trump is abusing the powers of his office? Yes, 57%. No, 40%. I'm surprised no is that high. Yeah, is there is there a I don't know category? Uh, what was the uh? Don't know two percent. So I, I, I think it could be stupider, but it'd be hard. <laughs> Do you approve of the way Donald Trump is handling the economy? Approve forty one percent. Disapprove fifty two percent. Don't know seven percent. Um. Wow. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Foreign policy. Approve, 36%. Disapprove, 59%. Don't know, 5%. You disgust me. Running the gamut oh. here on your on your clips. Hey, you know, uh, it's good. whatever works for you, buddy. Uh, do you approve or disapprove of the way Donald Trump is handling health care? Approve. 28%. Oh, wow. Disapprove, 65%. Don't know, 7%. You are crazier than a crap fight in a monkey house. Oh, uh, that's a complicated one. Uh, a complicated uh, question mean, about Donald Trump? Not on my watch, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a very concerned, somewhat concerned. Okay. Uh, do you think that, uh, do you believe that pres- that Trump, I almost said those two words together, has attempted yeah. to derail or obstruct the investigation into the Russian inference in the 2016 election? Yes, 58%. No, 37%. Don't know, 4%. You, my friend, are just a few plums short of a fruit pie. You have a lot of insult and- drops, which is good. <laughs> hey. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, last one from the from the polls. As president, do you shit? As, as it's all right. A dumb, gross, orange gorilla. Do you think Donald Trump should continue tweeting from his personal Twitter account or not? Yes, twenty-seven percent. No, sixty-nine percent. Don't know, four percent. Deep hurting. Deep hurting. <laughs> so. What I take away from this is that he's in deep shit. Yeah. I mean, if he's that lonely approval, he's definitely eating into his base. I mean, if he's da- if he's down to the low 30s, that's his base. That's it. This you know, guy is all, I mean, 8 months uh, in, he's a he's a lame duck. I think the shit is so deep, it's probably like over 8,999 feet of shit. It's over 9,000! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I had to go over those those numbers because that's a certain amount of uh, schadenfreude. Yeah. There. But, yeah, I mean, if I were him looking at these numbers, I'd be sweating bullets. Especially, like I said, not even W yeah. had this high of a dif- disapproval rating. Yeah. Well, in in uh, in honor of uh, you know crossing the streams, everybody. That's Schadenfreude. People taking pleasure in your pain. Deep pleasure. 
Yes. And this shows, I mean, I, I really think that, you know, I know that people are saying the Senate, you know, the numbers are against us in the Senate. If these numbers hold up or get worse, mm -hmm. I think we're, I think the Senate's going to be, I think we're going to take the Senate. I really do. Well, I'm not going to count my chickens before they're hatched, but I'll tell you what, I like the way you're thinking. Well, and I will say this, if we take the Senate back, think about it like this, all of a sudden, every single federal judgeship becomes a bargaining chip mm -hmm. oh yeah. you want skeeter you want skeeter on a knife circuit that's gonna be 10 years of planned parenthood funding Ooh. well that would be sweet <laughs> that would or be we, or or plan b uh, we just can't find time in the schedule for his hearing <laughs> damn it <laughs> you know so uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be—we're not going to have a lot of time to go over those those transcripts. But let me tell you, those things were scary. The transcripts of his calls with oh, Australia yeah. and uh, Mexico. This guy is batshit crazy. He threatened to cut off diplomatic relations with Mexico over the fucking wall. Oh my god! Seriously, not even over the wall. He threatened to cut off relations because they wouldn't stop saying they're not going to pay for the wall. And he basically yeah. said. He basically admitted to fleecing people. Politically, this is important to me. You need to stop saying yeah. that you're not going to pay for the wall. You got to stop saying that because it hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah. And you I know, have I one mean, feeling. And it's greed. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to like this. This is This is good stuff. We're going to end the show on a high note. Because I'm feeling generous. On a high note. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. So we all we all know that Kevin Conroy is my my personal Batman. I think that's that's been well established in what almost six years on the air. I'm your you know, Batman. Kevin Conroy's my Batman. Yeah, Kevin Conroy's my Batman. Mark Hamill's my Joker. Susan Eisenberg's my Wonder Woman. You know, Phil Lamar is my is my GL is my Green Lantern. And uh, so recently on a podcast for the Nerdist, Kevin Conroy and voice actor Rob Paulson, who uh, was Pinky and Pinky in the no, not yeah, Pinky. He was Pinky and Pinky in the Brain and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, this guy is crazy talented. Uh, they overdubbed. They basically redubbed the uh, the conclusion to the uh, uh, Christopher Nolan film, The Dark Knight. And I, I, when I saw this, I was like, you know what? This is going to be like balm on our stupid burns. Oh, yeah. So, uh, plus, again, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. You know, so, all right, here we go. The conclusion to The Dark Knight with Kevin Conroy as Batman and Rob Polson as, as uh, uh, Jim Gordon. Here we go. Joker won. All of Harvey's prosecutions, everything he fought for, undone. Whatever chance you gave us of fixing our cities dies with Harvey's reputation. We bet it all on him. The Joker took the best of us and tore him down. People will lose hope. They won't. They must never know what he did. Five dead. Two of them cops. You can't sweep that up.
but the Joker cannot win. Gotham needs its true hero. No! You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I can do those things, because I'm not a hero. Not like Dent. I killed those people. That's what I can be. No, no, you can't. You're not. I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be. Call it in. They'll hunt you. You'll hunt me. You'll condemn me. Set the dogs on me. Because that's what needs to happen. Because sometimes, the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes, people deserve more. Sometimes, people deserve to have their faith rewarded. I, I, wow. Yeah, it gave me chills. Good stuff. You know, again, he, he is Batman. And I'm not saying anything bad about, uh, um, the Christopher Nolan movies. I'm not saying anything bad about, you know, Gary Oldman, although he's kind of a libertarian tool. I'm not saying anything bad about, oh. I just want to say one thing about Christian Bale. I'm not wearing hockey pads. It's not a car. I'm just saying that was really good. Yeah, I I enjoy hearing, uh, understanding the words coming out of his mouth. Now, now, I I, I don't mean to slam Christian Bale, but he did go a little, little crazy over the top from time to time. Uh, Kevin Conroy's always uh, had a great understanding of the character and a great delivery every line and you have to you know i mean uh, you know a voice actor that kind of says it all it's his voice that is conveying the message was that an actual overdub of the scene is that what it was yes nice yeah. that's very good it was a little I, choppy was, uh here and there uh coming through that, skype that might uh well let me see uh well don't worry about it, it I, be- I st- we heard it so it's fine Yes. Yeah, well, I'm just saying I can send it to you so you can hear it, you know, watch it on your own later. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I mean, there's a reason why I consider uh, Kevin Conroy to be my Batman. Yeah, and as uh, we learned, uh, well, I, I didn't I talk about this a, a week or two ago on this show, uh, meeting Kevin Conroy? Yes. That was a lot yes. of fun. So, Look, he's such a great Look, let me put it this way, guy. you know... I, I wish I could say I've actually met him. I, I would love for the opportunity to be able to sit down and talk to him, you know, an interview or just chatting. But I know he's a genuinely good man because this is a guy who showed up the day after 9-11 in New York City asking how he can, how, how can I help? They said, can you cook? And he... <laughs> He has a similar sense of humor in mind. He, he's self-depreciating. Mm. Uh, he says, do I know how to cook? I, of course I know how to cook. I'm an actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and of course, then he, does the, then he does the I am vengeance, I am night, I am Batman line. Um, uh, I am vengeance, the, the I am the night. 
Oh, I think I just sent you guys. I think I just sent the wrong link. You did. So we'll you, figure that out. You did you jerk? Yeah, yeah. That's. But that, anyway, can, but I, can the, I? I will say this. Uh, can I? Uh, all right. Uh, say say your thing. But I want to do my parting shot first. I got a tribute here to Batman. Okay. What's what were you what were you saying? I was going to say that that the episode they're talking about of you know that and that link I actually posted that is a really good episode and it, and it serves as the perfect end to the to the um, DC animated universe as it existed at the time. Yeah, you know epilogue where they wrap up Terry McGinnis, you know Batman, you know the future Batman, his story. Mm-hmm. I I really thought that was an excellent episode and I thought it really f- did well showing that Batman isn't just a detective. He's not a yeah. super. He's not just a hero. He he's a compassionate man who shows mercy and love when you know when needed, and that's what happened in this particular episode. He he shows one of his more powerful villains. Yeah, compassion in her final moments. All right. Well. Uh, uh, all right. My parting shot for tonight. Uh, everybody, thanks for uh, listening. It was my. It was a pleasure hanging out with Miles and Michelle, and of course uh, Adam. Once you got here. Um, and again, Miles and Michelle, thank you for the wonderful uh, action figure and diorama. And uh, I have questions about Merlin's magic uh, hobby stuff and uh, those molds, okay. too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so uh, thank you for that. And thank you to all of our listeners. And of course, uh, check out Turn Up the Night live 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Friday and uh, all the other fine programs here uh but uh in honor of uh all things batman here is the batman theme song sung by a pug Thank you. Good night. <laughs> wow. Wow. The, <laughs> the, anyway. All right. What do you got for burning shots? Uh, Miles, thanks for covering for me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got that yeah. problem. We got that problem yeah, again, problem. Miles. Yeah, I thought we fixed it. Just, uh, I'll tell you what. Hey, Michelle, you do your parting shot and then have Miles hop on your mic and give his parting shot. How about that? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's not a problem. Um, fixed. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, we'll figure all I can out. say, yeah, all I can say is that um, uh, there's no way I can follow a pug doing Batman. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm good with that. I, I, I'm out for the night. Yay. <laughs> I have nothing. Sorry. All right. Well, it, it was fun hanging out with you. And again, thanks for the miniature and the diorama. Uh, that was amazing, Michelle. Thank you so much. Oh, you 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 are you are more than welcome. I'm glad you really liked it. So I, I will switch it. it over to Miles so he can hear. I just need one. Okay. All right. 
Well, first, I just want to uh, say uh, thank you, Kenny, for that uh, double secret probation information that you provided for me. And did Ken, uh, not, um, did uh, John Fugelsang ever respond? Uh, you know, I've been monitoring it, and uh, I do not have a response from him, not yet. So he's probably well, pretty busy. Hey, but what's the spot John Fugelsang? Um, I, I need, I'm trying to find out what his, if he was a Jedi, what his favorite, uh, what his uh, preferred color for a lightsaber would be. So, uh, so Miles can, um, give a, give him a, a special treat. Yes. So that's my parting shot. I just, you know, just thanks. And, uh, yeah, just, just, you know, nudge him every so often. Don't be a pest about it. You know, no, he'll get uh, back. He'll, he'll get back to me by the end of the weekend. I swear to God, he will. You know, if not, you know, I'll send him an email. I got his email. So. (laughs) All right. Very and good. if that doesn't work, I'll fucking call him. <laughs> oh, <very nice. laughs> oh. He, uh, on his Wait. cell phone, not on his talk show. I'll call his cell like, phone. Dude, you haven't answered my question. I need this. <laughs> I, 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 I got to say, I'm impressed that you have John Fugel saying cell number. I got his home phone, too. <laughs> Very nice. Somewhere I still have his mom's uh, phone. Uh, rest in peace, of course, John's mom. But yeah. uh, I, uh, he was on my show one time, and I called him at his mom's place. Nice. Wow. And yeah. I, I will say John is is a genuinely good man that I respect and admire. Yeah. yeah. He is. I got to yes. get him back on Turn Up the Night. I feel bad for not having him on in a while but we've just kind of kind of grown into our own thing where we don't do special guests anymore you know it's um he's also he's so incredibly busy these days with he's, you know, he's becoming like the chris hardwick of uh, of of comedy you know of, this of, is of, true of, you know yeah because he's got his tv show starting and he still does a serious stuff and he's got the tour and and he's writing a book and he's just going crazy yeah Good man, good man. So uh, anyway, well, uh, we should probably wrap things up. We got a quarter after right now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, like everyone, thanks a lot. It's a wrap. All right. Uh, everyone, have a have a great week. Uh, I, like I said, I'm excited for next week because I get the whole weekend off. <laughs> so, and uh, so yeah, and uh, tune tune in to the rest of the exciting shows on Immediately. Am I am I doing the thing or hello? Huh. What happened? Am I playing us out? I don't know. We're I Miles Kenny? is having problems, so Kenny? Yeah, I'm here. I thought you were wrapping things up. What was there a question? I didn't or know something? I was trying No, I'm trying to figure if I'm playing us out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Play us out. Go ahead, do it. You All got right. it. Here we go. Bye, guys. Time for go to bed. All right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Casting worm. Push the button, Frank. Catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance. That is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that.
No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... Okay. This, now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Any? Sure. There's yeah. no words there. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. It's, Sting is going to do... It's a video. Sting video. Okay. What is... For credits. I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Okay. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks!